this is a conversation we've had on this podcast. We did have this, this honesty, mm-hmm. being toxic, mm-hmm. and nowhere in there did I see what you guys were saying. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, you didn't have an ass as fat as the girls that I was sitting with. You, right? <laughs> <laughs> Rory definitely. Doesn't I was about have to say you. Fat ass you look though. just at Damaris when you said that, so I felt pretty good. Yeah. I was like, oh, maybe, <laughs> you had maybe, uh, <laughs> maybe I had the wagon. I didn't, I, I didn't know. Nah, fam, your wagon ain't dragging. <laughs> no, Rory and Another episode of New Rory and Maul. I'm Maul. I am Rory, and we are back yeah. after a weekend of fun-filled activities. I'm lying. I did absolutely nothing <laughs> fun this weekend. But hopefully our listeners and our viewers did something fun and had a great weekend. I hope everyone is safe. Everyone is healthy. Uh, everyone is blessed and ready to conquer another week. Rory, are you ready? I suppose so. Damaris did a lot of fun shit. Yeah, she did a lot of great shit. You know, I don't like when, when my friends put all the fun things they're doing on their IG stories while they're also texting me but failing to mention all the fun things that are actually going on. Mm-hmm. They'll text me everything else. Yeah. While, like they're, while they're out at a summer club NYC rooftop in the pool. Is just anything- texting, or texting away, not telling me that their feet are in the pool, though. We like Leaving that part fun. out. Just so you know. Is anything really fun anymore... Like as far as clubbing, oh, I was about to say you sound as morbid as me. Is no. anything is anything even fun anymore? No, it's like, it's like, like, is life even matter? No, like the club, like the club scene. Is the club scene really fun oh, for yeah. for uh, the people that it's intended for? Yeah. So it's not intended for us. Not anymore. No. Okay. At one point it was. I see people partying and in the clubs, and I'm just like, nobody looks like they're having fun. Everybody's on their phone. Everybody's recording. Everybody and but. But people find that fun now, so that's fun to them. You're 40, Maul. It's not the same fun as you're. You're you're just the you're the angry old guy that is mad that they're on your grass. I have fun. I have fun doing nothing. Like to me, that's that's fun. But I just like look at people and when they're when they're partying and in the clubs, and I'm just like, it's a different way to party now. Like you said, everybody wants to record everything. Everything is content. We got to record. We got to make a TikTok. We got to make a boomerang. We got to do this. We got. And I'm just like. Is that really fun? Well, you're again, you're viewing it from the lens of the screen door. You're the old guy looking through his screen front door and going like, is that really fun? It is. (laughs) What are those kids doing? They're having a blast. But no, I mean, I think I think if I saw people posting videos and like, you know, people were actually dancing and and I think that happens. Talking to each other and. You just follow a lot of bartenders that don't really dance. They just kind of like move their hips while they pour Patron. Uh, That makes me so. Wow. Yeah, I think you just need to follow Do more. I follow a lot of bartenders. People. I don't think so. Star well, drivers? someone tweeted that mm. bartenders are just JUCO strippers, and no one but me laughed. You guys all thought you were JUCO my ass. I know a few strippers that got more jewelry and more more watches than a lot of rappers. What is JUCO? So JUCO no, my ass. They junior college. Juco. No, I'm saying bartenders are JUCO strippers. Oh, okay. Which makes kind of a lot. That's still that's still <laughs> wrong because a lot of bartenders make more money than strippers. Mm. I think they're intending uh, JUCO strippers as 
They really they're, they're, they're almost you're no, dressed I, like a stripper. Yeah, you're, you're, just you're not very close. As much ass. Oh shit! I'll take that juco check over the stripper check. <laughs> oh, they don't have to get naked, and you don't even have to have a bartending license. Yeah, yeah. yeah you don't even know what you're mixing. You don't. <laughs> you could be killing this gentleman. You don't even know alcohol poisoning. Okay. Can we Whatever. do for content? Um, go to one a, time. Go to like strip either club? strip club or go to like one of those types of bars where those type of bartenders are, mm-hmm. and just like order like really really complex high, co- high cocktails drinks. and shit yeah <laughs> like I'm let's down. let's let's look up a cocktail menu of like the hardest cock like you know, professional I, bartenders as for old fashioned at the strip club oh my god Mar- uh, Manhattan yeah with yeah. a twist with, whatever with that twist. means <laughs> you know what a twist come on Bernice yeah. give, give, give it to me with a twist you know Bernice is gonna <laughs> she's just gonna twist the ass gonna spin around for you <laughs> oh like a twist like this yeah, she'll spin around for you real quick uh, shout out to Bernice I saw a for video of her she looks she still looks great man OG um, I mean that with respect. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, so what'd you do this weekend? Nothing. Except uh, yesterday, because I stayed in the house all weekend, mm-hmm. um, I saw Kehlani was doing like a, oh, a my private God. Wait, performance wait, 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 at wait, Pier 17. Wait, before you go any further. So I, th- I threw on my best slacks. That, w- <laughs> that, was, the, that was the highlight of my week, my weekend. Kehlani oh, you were post- there? No, Kehlani oh. posted a picture. Oh, and okay. I don't. For some reason, I feel like Kalani hasn't posted a picture in a while. Maybe she had me mm. blocked or shadow she could banned. Have, yeah, I don't know. You're not in her algorithms. Yeah, um, but she you're posted a man. A, <laughs> she posted a picture and she looked great. She looked amazing yesterday at the show. Wow. Uh, I don't know who did her makeup, but as the girls would say, she was beat to the gods. Is yeah, that, is that what the, the, the face? Say? The face was beat. Yeah, she looked. She, wait, she had a show where? Uh, Pier 17, you know, the rooftop joint next okay. to Brooklyn Bridge. How was it? Uh, it was really good. Yeah, her her set design is incredible. That but whoever does all her graphics and shit is ill. Her mm. stage is fucking all Page. like uh, monitors and shit, so it looks like she's walking on water and shit. Oh, like I love it. It was just I wasn't expecting because it was like um, one of those like private Grey Goose event type shit. Sometimes mm-hmm. the artists don't go like full on with their whole set. Yeah, like they'll just be like, all right, let me show up, do a few records, and, mm-hmm. and leave. Nope, full band, full set, wow. full graphics, That's full choreography. Like it was a really good show, mm. and you can't really lose at that venue. For those that haven't been to Pier Seventeen, it's like on a roof right on the East River, mm. next to the Brooklyn Bridge. Mm-hmm. Fucking, and they do events right at sunset and shit. It's 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 romantic. And now there's dolph- there's dolphins in the East River now, so now you can look at dolphins. Yeah, I mean they're probably not there anymore. They probably died on Sunday. If they were there the only, the only No, I, I was I was reading I was reading that the terrible. that the water has improved in the East River improved. so more. If I there's only a, one way to go. <laughs> they couldn't go anywhere. Worse. If I got a cup and got water from the East River, would you drink it? No, I wouldn't drink ocean. I wouldn't drink the cleanest ocean water. That's fair. Yeah, that's I don't think you should drink ocean water. Though I do salty. think you guys that jet ski in the East River and the Hudson that as well is is nasty because I've jet skied and you get soaked. Yeah. yeah, jet skiing in the Hudson River, and this is, you know, New York City based, but jet skiing in the Hudson River is equivalent to, I want to say, like, looting in a swamp. Yeah. Looting in a swamp? Yeah, it's like, it is, you, it is why, the are you, why are you trying to, this is not, you, you shouldn't be doing this. This is not jet ski out the mud. This is not water for like, this is not for water activities. This is like for taxiing people from New Jersey to New York to, to work. No, this Only is, ferry. This is, yeah, like this, no. is, this is a grave this is ferry site. Water. This is where yeah. bodies are dumped. Yeah, this is where the mob. This is where bodies decay. <laughs> this is where the mob gets rid of you at, gets yeah. rid of the evidence. This is that, not where you fish. This is not where you. Yeah, this is, the Hudson River is not that body of water. You should not be doing that. I feel like when other cities murder people, they have to like do certain things before they dump the body. 
into the their river or ocean. I feel like you just dump a body in the Hudson or the East River and it would decay Christ. immediately. Like all DNA would be gone. Yeah, you dump everything. You don't Hudson. even need weights. I think no matter what, you sink. <laughs> the moment you touch the water, you, you sink in there. People do car insurance scams. They just dump the whole car in the Hudson. Damn. Like why would you drink Someone's that and, Chrysler and just take your jet ski and then frolic around in that water? I just don't. It's it's I nasty. Don't get it. But yeah. I remember when? Uh, I mean, I guess up more towards the GW. This is becoming very local. It would be a little bit cleaner, but remember when people used to pull up to La Marina and jet skis and they thought that was like a stunt? Yeah. They'd be the like, bro, you, you stink. Don't, yeah. don't come to my cabana. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> look at you your neck. Like, look at your muddy feet. <laughs> yeah, you smell like shit coming out of the Hudson River. Uh, but good to it's know that Kaylani. Flex, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like a swamp you creature. Yeah, you stink. you stink at the party. You stinking up the cabana. <laughs> Shout out to Kaylani, though, on her performance. Uh, Blue Water Road, still in rotation for mm. me. Um, and she. she Kaylani still looks great. Uh, then, uh, then I, I, you know, maybe made a little little lap at last lap for the first time in a while. Wow, was that? there were some familiar faces in there. I didn't without us. It was it was uh it was on the way home. Okay, it wasn't. Tier seventeen, <laughs> tier seventeen to like, Jersey. No, you you, I went out of my way. Yeah, um, I stopped by. You know, said hello. Mm-hmm. I said even hellos. Even Kissed some babies waved a little bit, took some lap, pictures. Lap is still great, but even. Even lap to me is like I think I just want to go home. Oh uh, yeah, you guys are getting that age. Yeah, I love being lap. Home. Lap would be the place I would still go home. to because it yeah. does have a, a calmer energy than other shit. But even Very much. after I was like, why didn't I just stay on the FDR and go home? You know, for me it's going home or traveling. Traveling is the new going out for me. Like I like to travel. I like to visit different places. Well, that's because you got money. That's like what rich people say. No, even if, even even if you're not, even if you're broke, I think that people want to travel. You know, I think traveling for me is like, you know, you get to experience different cities. You don't really know this club like that. You mm. don't know how they party. You don't know this DJ. So it's like, okay, it's a whole new experience. New experiences for me is is, is what's fun. That's we what do kind of trick ourselves, though, with that. Because the clubs do be the same in other places. We just haven't been to We them. just don't know. Yeah, we it's it's like uh, when you went to other high schools and saw the girls and... Yeah, they were super fine. But to the guys that had been there, like, wait, super trash. Like, you going crazy over her? <laughs> yeah, like, but we don't they, even speak they go to her. come to our high school, and I'd be like, that's the one that you yeah. losing your mind over? It's, it's always like that. Just like when the guys from other other neighborhoods like the girl in your building. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're like, you came all the way from Jersey to see her. All yeah, them in the front <laughs> it's new. <laughs> oh man, listen, man, Columbus left what beautiful Spain. Just to come I still to, just to, come to India, to go to India, to yeah. come to India. <laughs> I, I, I still don't know why he did that, but thank you. Uh, I just can't like. There's so many things in white history that I can't fathom, but to this day, the one that just makes me laugh the most is that we just kept calling them Indians. Yeah, they said we're no, no, this isn't <laughs> India. No. <laughs> There's so much. If you go back and <laughs> but, no, no, you're, you're still an Indian. Like, you, wait, no, bro, this is no, not India. No, you go back Indian. and think about everything we were taught growing up. Like we just, we just accepted anything that they told us. Like Yo, you literally just was like, okay, like if you teach it to me, like I'll just run around for the rest of my life with this information right. and just go into the world with it. In I, a public school, when I was in, in elementary school mm-hmm. in the late '90s, they were still saying these are the Indians. Mm-hmm. It's like, wait, who? So in India, what are they? Well, they're Indians too. Mm. That's like, uh, imagine so me just Indians? pulling up to France and being like, yo, is this Nigeria? And they're like, no, this is France. <laughs> You're a Nigerian for the rest of, for the rest of eternity. Whether you like it or not. <laughs> Whether you our, like it or not. school system. Well, the weekend uh, belonged to Brent Fires for me. Ooh. I don't know about mm. in the rest of you uh, heathens. 
Well, everyone went to London. Just, yeah, just you had, and I stayed here to listen to the Brent album. Yeah. Everyone listened to it in London. I, I, Brent. I had a great time <laughs> staying at home, playing the album, listening to the album, uh, taking in the, well, Brent says it's not toxic on the album. Mm. He says this is not toxic. People, um, this is a, that's a made up word on the internet that people run with toxic. Not, well, I like the intro of, of him addressing that and then with oh, Shakespeare used the word too, not just Twitter. I think I'm going to pull back a lot of what I've said about Brent in his... Uh, defense of not being toxic okay he might be pretty fucking toxic <laughs> i just want to know i think he skit. finally leaned into the toxicity before i just thought he was being honest and sad i think brent is so toxic i think the skit of his baby mother or his girlfriend getting ready to commit suicide was not a skit i think that was a real phone call damn oh i, I think I, he pulled a lot from real life with all that absolutely i don't think those skits i mean outside of i hope it wasn't the case where brent almost died in a car accident and his baby mother oh, yeah. was killed. But I do think he was pulling from real experiences of running to stop a woman from killing herself, which yeah. we've all done. Right. Um, I mean, not most, you know. Yeah, most doesn't care. He's, Women don't try to harm themselves over me. I'm not. Well, they could harm themselves over other things. Yeah, but I mean. But once you're in your, their don't, life, don't like you're me. the stability, don't no one would ever me. feel the need once they Why know you. Why would you call me if you're trying to harm me? So call like somebody that is like closer to you they want you, know you, what's, you know what's funny Maul wants ration and logic uh, to go through someone who's about to kill themselves head from a woman that lo- that loves you I just have you know what it is I just have I just have I just have so many questions for people that are that calculated with they feel like they're about to kill themselves mm-hmm. they're like I'm gonna call this person call that person call this person it's I'd like, have to assume once they're gonna do it they're gonna do it like right that's no there's like people that. Like, Never I heard like of a people, suicide note before? That's a right. calculated. Yeah, but I feel like everyone. I feel like when people go like to the top of the bridge, right, mm-hmm. and they stand there and they're just standing there now. Everybody sees the cops come and helicopters and oh, all of that, mm-hmm. and then like a negotiator comes or but that rarely, some therapist comes and talks them down. It's like that rarely happens. Fam, if that's you a, just wanted the city thing. to stop for you and just get some attention because that's, you haven't, you don't feel seen. That's not, not the way that works. Yeah. Uh, it do, is do, the way I, do I think? Do I think there are people that? Have threatened suicide and we're going to do it for attention before? Sure, I think that's happened. I know people that have done that, for um, but that that's not a very. I think more people go to that bridge quietly and jump off than the people that Oof. do the news. Oh, thing. for sure. Yeah. Like I don't I think that. that's sure. a thing. For sure, absolutely. In I, movies, I feel, it is. Yeah. But but I'm just saying. I'm saying the people that like call people and what? then they, they think, go to the bridge and then they, and then they the therapist talks them well, down that's a, like, those are cries for help though yeah absolutely, absolutely. and All I think some people uh, yeah. don't want to kill themselves but feel like they have to and they're calling to for right. someone to remind them why they should live right. yeah <laughs> sometimes it's a call sometimes it's an IG post sometimes it's a tweet like there's little instances that really just add yeah. up to it. Also, and if this is triggering for people, please, if, if we're you do have these feelings, right. oh, trigger warning before, um, right. and, and put a, the, the hotline. We're going to put a know, what? A trigger warning before what we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, because this could make some people like bring back thoughts. Yeah. It's a thing. Mm-hmm. You look People who have attempted to kill themselves, who are thinking about killing themselves. Or finally gotten over it, and now it's like we're talking about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a thing. So we have to put a trigger warning on our show? Yes. Yeah. For for this type of topic, so how, I would how, say that. How does the trigger warning go? It, I would, that I don't I don't know what well, sound might give a trigger people, warning. The one, trigger warning. The one that I have I can't know. use because it just it's just uh Tamara's going trigger warning and I can't use that. No, no. Why? Because all right. I would want to kill myself if I heard that on the show. <laughs> I feel like yo, that was trash. I'm killing myself. But <laughs> but if we're about to do trigger warning, it must it must mean we're talking about something serious, 
so wouldn't you want to hear something funny before? <laughs> Instead of something like this is a trigger warning. No, that make me more, go, that make that. me feel more uncomfortable. Yo, would no. you pay all your bills before you decided to kill yourself? Oh hell no! Um, what do you mean? Uh, I if I had somebody living, what if with it was me? on auto pay? Oh, I'd be sick. That's even worse. Verizon now, hurry up and call them and tell them I died. No, they don't be caring. Tell them it's gonna be late this month. Oh my god, they're not. They don't give a fuck. Can I actually tell y'all something really morbid? When when my mom passed away mm-hmm. and like I took her like Amex, they were like just letting you know, you know, there's a balance. They don't give a fuck. No, yeah. hell no. I was like, I, I was like, yeah, sure, I'll pay the two hundred. Wait, 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 hold on. You thought that you thought that that would mean like oh, the bills were just no. They have, but it's funny. No, no. Of wait, you I, have I to pay off your your loved one's credit card balance. Hell yeah. What? Well, I'm not their responsibility. Isn't that crazy? I mean, not the, I they're not here anymore. Yeah. Okay, that's your fault. You shouldn't have gave a credit card to some people are going to die eventually. Yeah, that they have true. like a post death like hotline, and like you just call them, and you let them know what's the deal and shit like that. They, they ask you stupid shit like, what, what day did the person die? Oh my god, no. I mean, I, I could definitely I, see I'd the fraud you could face. do with with a dead person. Oh, I understand that. that. Oh yeah, yeah for sure. People that's, still yeah. social security numbers all the yeah. time. Right, right. For dead people. But wait. There's no way a credit card company could call me and be like, hey, your loved one that passed owes us this. All right, well, go get it from them. It was more of like, go get it in blood, Amex. <laughs> right. It was me trying to close it. I, I love, I love how we got down this, this hole of this death. Whole talking about dark, Brent. This, this is how you know this Brent album is great. Like, we're, talking, <laughs> we're talking about Amex cards for dead people coming off of Brent. Al- Brent, listen, this is a great fucking album. Uh, great project. Um... To me, this might be Brent's best album. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah, I think so. Mm. This is his best album. Rory? Um, his best album. I don't think it... I think so. I think this is his best album. <sighs> to me, you know, subjective. It's, you know, to me, I enjoy this album thoroughly, like, from start to finish. Give me two songs that stood out for you. I love uh, Rolling Stone, mm-hmm. uh, Addictions, um, All Mine. Mm-hmm. Love that record. Uh, Gravity. Still love that record with Tyler. Ghetto Gatsby was a good record. I, the Alicia Keys uh, feature kind of threw me off, though. Because I, of what, I didn't like it at all. Because of what Brent was oh. talking about. And then it's like to bring a married woman. I just didn't like. And then Alicia Keys didn't of like, all people. Like, I just didn't understand <laughs> that. That was a little. I wasn't expecting Alicia Keys and Brent to. You know, glad. Yeah, I just wasn't. I, I see the idea of like, let's not do the obvious duet that we would expect from Brent and Alicia. Let's have a rap. I get that idea. I just don't think it was executed well at all. In what sense? I just don't think it's the verse was delivered well. Okay. And this is coming from an Alicia Keys fan. I'm not sure. I just don't think it hit the mark. This, I, I like this album in parts. Like, it confused me sometimes sonically. I hate using that word. But certain records felt like they were, the music was very demo-y, like it was an idea that Brent had that he was going to go back to. Whereas some are complete and mixed really, really well and sound like final records, but not like demos the way like SZA does it. Mm-hmm. It felt like an actual fucking demo. Like it was two tracked mm-hmm. and he was like, this was a good idea. I like the start. Let's go back and really do it. And some records on here just feel that way to me and they, they become automatic skips just from my ear because yeah. it's it sounds... Just not mix well. Yeah, it, it just sounded like a two-track shit that he was going to come back to. Okay. So there's there's highs on this, and then the lows, I think, are, are those type of records, which there is a handful of. But the highs are super high. Like, which are? Um, again, so I'm tired. I listened to it straight through. Okay. 
I love the intro. Loose Change is, is, is really dope. Price mm-hmm. of Fame, of course, is great. All Mine is Fire. Mm. Um, those were probably my three favorite. I, I don't count uh, Wasting Time or, or the Tyler one because I had heard that. And Ro- still Rolling Stone. Though. Oh, for sure. You gotta count. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I just don't because they've, they've been out for a while and I, we reviewed them. Mm-hmm. Um, so I skipped them just because I've heard them so much. Yeah. Um, no, I'm just saying that they're still good records, though. You I think Price them. of Fame, I get why that was a single. To me, it's probably the best record on there. Okay. Price of Fame. Yeah. And then maybe Role Model. But it, it is one of those, I hate to say, let me live with it more. Because um, I, I don't think I fully caught the entire concept on the first two listens with the skits to everything Brent was saying. Mm-hmm. This is the most uh, lyrical album I think Brent has ever put out. He's saying a lot on this shit. He's saying a lot. Uh, I love the production on this. Um, and I, I feel like I feel like Brent on this project, he's finally. He sounds like he's comfortable in his own skin. Like I, I think the first few projects, he still fe- it felt and sounded like yeah I'm the weird guy in the room. I know I get it. <laughs> this one it sounds more like. Man, I don't give a fuck. This is who I am, and I'm lit. I'm having fun. I don't give a fuck what y'all think about me. Well, yeah, I guess in kind of a shitty way, though. That's why I kind of like, it's what, Villain's Theme is the first record? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, he's comfortable. Before, when Brent would sing, it kind of sounded like he felt guilty about being a shitty person. Mm-hmm. So whereas you say he's comfortable with who he is now, mm, in a shitty way. Yeah. I think he's comfortable with his shitty accent. Like, he didn't feel guilty mm-hmm. in any of the records the way... I feel like he used to. Now it's just like, yeah, it's cool. I'm, I'm, I'm a shithead. What toxic. do you want from me? Toxic. toxic. Yeah. Toxic. I mean, yeah, toxic, but you know, toxic is oh, just part of life. Yeah. Okay. Toxic is something that you deal with. So I, I, you know, people. Well, that's why I didn't think he was toxic before. I just thought he was honest and upfront well, with his mistakes and the things that he would do. Now he's just like, bitch, you know what time it was. Well, I had a, I had a <laughs> and conversation. And I don't care. And I don't care. I had a conversation with a bunch of women and, Somehow in the conversation, they they made me believe that being honest is a toxic trait. I did, I was fighting it as long as I could, and somehow I was like at the end of the conversation, I was like, okay, I understand. Well, so, what, yeah. what were some of their points? That because if you know what you're doing is fucked up, just because you're honest about it doesn't mean like it makes it any easier, or any better. Sure, um, I disagree. I I did too, but when there's three women. I can it's see hard that. To, well, we have a woman in the room. You and that. she speaks for all women. Yes. Yeah. Careful that. with your words because you you're literally speaking for every well, woman every yeah, single woman in the world right now. But Demaris even the is toxic. Hell I'm yeah. not toxic. You're mad toxic. You're I don't toxic. think I'm toxic at all. Stop. You're playing, probably the most toxic person in here. You just said last time we're that not you called it. mad. We're not people. doing this. We're not Are, doing this. No, okay. I say toxic. Baby what did you what did you text me yesterday? We're not doing this. We're not doing this. We're not doing this. I said I'm S I N G L E again out here hanging out the window. No, you're not. No, you're not. Cut it out. That's Demaris asked me for FNF last time I was DJing. Okay. She's toxic. Okay, let's 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 be honest here. In reality, I'm not a toxic person. I'm a very honest person, but I'm honest to the point where if I know something is going to detrimentally hurt you, I'm not going to say it. I'll I'll be honest about everything else. But if I know that something is going to hurt you, pass it. If it's if you being hurt is not is not worth this information that I need to give you, then I'm going to just well, I keep that to myself. I guess it would. Depend on what your definition of toxic was or what these women that you were talking to would deem toxic behavior. 
Because to, to me, you could be people, honest, but still a fucking asshole and people, not a good person. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't think to, I think toxic is more on the deceiving side. To I think, me, I think in order to be honest, when you're being honest, um, I can understand how you know some people may be offended by your honesty. Yeah, you some can be people a dick. May, yeah, because some people use honesty as a way to hurt people. Right. Sure. So I, I get I understood what they the points they were the ladies were trying to make. I just I don't think I guess it. by my definition of toxic. Because we have moved away from the Webster's version of it. Uh, you know, toxic would probably just be the water in the East River yeah. at this point. Yeah. But how we use it when I think relationships. Toxic, I think of the ooze that the Ninja Turtles used to like. <laughs> yes. I think of Britney Spears. Yeah. I, that was a great record. Yeah. Don't you keep trying to convince us you're straight? Sorry. I am. I can't, I can't like Britney and be straight. Anyway. See, this uh, is why you I toxic. I think that people are overusing. I like Britney, and I think I'm straight. Right. People are overusing the word toxic. It's just a buzzword Oh, now. we're in an overused world Nobody's now. saying yeah. it Everyone's right overused. Way. Relationships are overused. Uh, toxic is being purposely is detrimental. Not even purposely. Being detrimental to somebody's mental health in terms of either love or friendship. I mean, or honesty, people, honesty yeah. could do that. Honesty, can, do honesty that, yeah. can do that. Yeah, a yeah. lot of people, a lot of people. Are, Which is why I said at the end of the conversation, I kind of understood. But when mm, me and Rory were it. telling you it. that you fought us to the death, so they must have been cute girls. What? When you, when you Wait, told what? me what? When me and, me, this is a conversation we've had on this podcast. We did have this, this honesty, mm-hmm. being toxic. Mm-hmm. And nowhere in there did I see what you guys were saying. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, you didn't have ass as fat as the girls that I was sitting with. <laughs> <laughs> Rory definitely does. I was about to say, you, you look just at Damaris when you said that, so I felt pretty good. I was like, oh, maybe, but you had maybe, uh, maybe I had the wagon. I didn't, I didn't know. Nah, fam, your wagon ain't dragging. Well, um, I was made fun of my whole childhood about my curves, and now I'm finally embracing them. Good. And so, you should, Rory. As you should. As yeah. you become older, you Everybody should embrace positive here. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, the Brent album, Wasteland, love it. Uh, great project. Where does this rank on your R&B album so far this year? Mm. Mm. I still love the Giveon Project. I still love R&B. the Chris. Is Chris Brown R&B? Well, R&B soul, I guess. That's what they... still love the Chris R&B. Brown Project. Um, so it will be between Chris Brown, Lucky Day, Lucky, Giveon. Did Lucky, Lucky Day came out this year or last year? This year. This year. That was this year? Yeah. Oh, shit. Lucky Dawn Day. FM by the weekend. I mean, I don't know. Um, I, I'm going to be a hipster here. Robert Glasper, Black Radio 3 yes. is an R&B album. And that, that's pretty high up there for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think this is better than Giveon or Lucky Days. Um, I don't know. I, it's a different vibe. It's a different vibe I from think the it Lucky just, Day it album. It just bothers me so much how polished some records are. And I, I wish he would have just went all demo mixes or all polished mixes. It just it, and again, this is just my personal thing. It just bothered me how much it switched. It was hard to get into. I love when artists. This is why I understand why artists hate podcasters and hate oh for sure guts because they spend a lot of time on their art putting us out, and then we sit here and say, "I wish you would have mixed that and just yeah, demoed yeah, yeah, yeah. that a little differently." <laughs> I wish you didn't sound as low on this part of the song. And oh, well, I love it. Part, part of all that, yeah. Part of me wanting to put out music was when I talk to these artists that get mad not like confrontational but like right. I've, I've said poor things about certain records and i've had conversations with artists about it mm-hmm. now they can also say to me yeah your shit is trash yeah so i was just trying to do oh, it. You you know play what's coming. oh, oh what yeah. oh god you know yeah. I mean, people are gonna destroy they cannot wait which is totally fine mm-hmm. and they are allowed to do that and art is to be judged absolutely right. once you put it out to the world 
it's now theirs to do what they want to do with it, say what they want to say about it, and it's receive it the way they want to receive it. I actually feel more for people that create Netflix series than I do with artists when it comes to podcasting internet. Why? Even if people love or hate it, you work two years to put together an entire series that someone burns through in one afternoon. And then uh, even if they like you, will tweet you, where the fuck is season two? Yeah. Yo, that's like, crazy. Bro, I worked two Same years day. on this Same and you, you burnt through it in a day? Yeah. I haven't even gotten Absolutely. my check for this shit. Like, <laughs> like at, least, at least with, I mean, not to say that, that series uh, and movies and certain stuff don't have replay value on Netflix, but music is designed more for replay value than TV series. Mm-hmm. So at least with artists like, if something resonates with somebody, they're going to like it for years. Like you have some, some time for the consumer to just like, oh, I just want to live with this album for the whole year. I want to see it in the winter, summer. Mm-hmm. It's TV shit, bro. Season one, one day. Nah, I can't. And now they pissed. They got to wait two more years for season two. It's like, yeah, it, <laughs> yeah. Well, that's why, that's why a lot of people like the fact that they put out the episodes weekly. Instead mm. of just putting out the whole season, mm-hmm. because some people, you know, we we live we yeah. in a culture now where people binge watch a lot, like they'll watch an entire series in a, in a day, and like Rory said, now they're on you know social media talking about it, having group chats and platforms and group right. think sessions That's about the about the the season, and as a producer, writer, executive, it's like, well, damn, we spent two years on this, and y'all are telling us within. 48 hours of it being out on Netflix that it was terrible. Season one was terrible. Season two was terrible. And I, it's like, well, damn, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we took our time. We, you know what I mean? Like, and, and it doesn't have to, everybody's not going to receive what you're trying to do and, and get it. And under, you know, that's, that's subjective. Again, how people receive art is subjective. I, I am curious with certain shows I have thought about, like how euphoria would have been received had it been a binge. released. Mm. Yeah, which not to say I don't. I think it still would have been would have held up. Uh, great, I think it would have been received very well. But there's just something about a scheduled Sunday show. Yeah, Everyone's that you talk together. about all week. You go into work the next day on Monday, like yo, did you see? This? Like that. I just like the higher caliber shows still to this day to do that. Mm-hmm. Like I even will talk to people that watch The Wire now. Like for the first time, they didn't watch it when it was out. Mm-hmm. And just everyone's opinion on it is drastically different than I think the people that literally every Sunday and we talked about it all fucking week. We had theories like all the shit. It it just made the show more uh, interactive and resonate with you rather than but, blowing through the shit and like uh, the shit that we waited eight weeks for you get in one day. And I just don't think it hits the same. Like the fact that you could see Marlo versus Barksdale and then in the same day see Marlo in jail and out it's like oh well yeah you're just gonna burn through the show and not really care but you know uh, it's the thing that I find about shows like The Wire and you know other shows that we love that came out years ago is that we obviously were younger when we first saw these shows some of us watch them again as we're older but you you pick up things and you understand how life is and you learn certain things as you get older. And so now these shows that came out when you were younger, it resonates differently the older you get. Sure. You have M- a different appreciation. Yeah. You have a different appreciation for it. You understand it. You understand scenarios, uh, plots and the story and all of these things because now you're older and you've experienced some things. So now things connect to you differently. Um, but I was watching We Own the City. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was interesting because it is, I believe, the same producers same. from The Wire. Yep. 
And it's interesting how they use a lot of the cast and crew from The Wire. In different positions. Now, But now they're all cops. Yeah, Yeah, that's what's so funny. Who is a cop? I'm like, this is hilarious. But in a weird way, it's like the optic of that is like, okay, these are guys that they got older, Mm. life, changed their life, turned their life around, whatever. We could think of it that way. Like, okay, it's not the same person, the same role. Yeah. But it's the same person. It's the same optic, the same you know, guy that you're looking at and you're just seeing a different side of that person. Like, oh shit, like this is life. Like mm-hmm. I'm young, I'm in the streets, I'm trying to figure things out, I'm getting into trouble. Right. We talked about the, the the Puff tribute at BT looking at Shine. Now as somebody that's sitting, you know, as a, a an elected government official mm. in his in his in his in his country. Where he was deported to. Where he what a beautiful story that could have been way worse. <laughs> so it's like that really is, is real life. And yeah. I think that, you know, it's, it's, it's good to see people turn in, you know, situations like The Wire and taking that and saying, going back and grabbing these same guys that were on the set and, and worked on these. Because it's like they understand, first of all, the work schedule. They understand mm-hmm. what it takes to. How you pre- work. Exactly. Yeah. They understand all of these things, which is why Spike Lee, he, he's a, a producer and director that works with the same, same. cast. Mm-hmm. You know, for years, because you just understand it. People understand you, how you like to work, how you like things to come across on the on the film. Um, so it's good to see, you know. It's where, where the best, per- it's not necessarily the best person, the right person. Exactly. Exactly. It just, it has for a better product. Have we ever had the best uh, TV series ending debate? No. Which, have we ever done that? The best TV. Because I know we did a lot of TV stuff early in this podcast, but did we ever do best ending ever to a TV series? Mm-mm. I'm curious no. to what you're going to say. The that. best ending ever to a TV series? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm guessing that... What's the one that just came out a few years ago? Your Honor? Uh, Yeah, Your Honor. That Spoiler was alert. interesting. How does that end? Don't, don't tell people how it Wait, Your, your Honor was uh the one with... In New Orleans. New Orleans. All right, yeah, I was, yeah. wasn't sure if it was the one of, that was in the city where... Um, you're no. talking about no that uh, one was called um the undoing undoing the thank undoing, you yes. um yeah your honor ended really really well how does that end I mean if you haven't seen your honor by now it's like a full 360 karma it's like that type of energy around the ending mm-hmm. I don't want to say if people haven't seen it I don't want to spoil it. even though that came out years ago you should have watched it already if you didn't but it was like karma it was like mm-hmm. tables turning uh, now you're in a position to feel what this family felt. Yeah. Um, you know, it was that it was, type of ending. Anyway, it was a, it wasn't like, I feel like a lot of TV series now try to do like the realistic ending, not like the climax crazy shit. And your honor did the crazy climax ending, which I thought was cool because TV series don't do that as much anymore. Mm-hmm. Like this is kind of non-realistic, but fuck it. Yeah. Now, yeah. I mean, not as far as Kevin Hart blowing two people's heads off that easily, That's but still the your honor shit. one was was good in that regard. I'll tell you one that I just saw recently that was probably the worst ending to a season. Uh, watch this uh, series on uh, Netflix called uh, You Don't Know Me. Okay. And it was uh, about a guy in London who was a car car salesman, uh, meets a girl, falls in love. Uh, she has family. Uh, oh, she fell in love with a brokey? Yeah. She, she has <laughs> family never be issues. Me. She has family issues that... He is now trying to, you know, get her out of that situation because she has to do things to protect her brother who is locked up. And, you know, I'll, OK, I'll say this. She had to she had to become a prostitute 
and work for this gang because her brother snitched and he owed these guys money. Okay. Let me be the first to say, and she she told her boyfriend, you know, I would ditch my brother. I love him. My sisters don't love me that much. My sisters are not selling pussy <laughs> because I snitched <laughs> on the niggas I was getting money with and I'm locked up and now they talking about, yo, your brother fucked up the bread and he, you owe us now. You got to sell it. My sister's going to be like, well, listen, if y'all got to kill that nigga in there in jail, do it. Do what you got to do. I'm not selling no pussy. So listen, for me, that you, was just like, wow, she loves her brother. You already know where I stand on family members Amex cards yeah. after they pass. <laughs> yeah. I'm not my, selling dick for my sister. Yeah, yeah. My sisters are not selling ass to, uh, to keep me alive. Let's just say that. Um, but the way it ended was I wouldn't so... let my sister... It just You can kill me, bro. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> my sister's yeah, not going out to like, If pussy. I found out y'all had my sister on the host roll yeah, just because it. I snitched, like, come on, man. Like, we ain't doing that. Um, well, but, how much How much did he owe? Like, how much pussy... I, you, right. They never really and what was said the rate a of number, the pussy? but it, it was a lot of money, I guess, that he owed and he had fucked up. I don't know. But the ending, which was my point, the ending... Because well, this is like a show that, first of all, it was a great show. If you didn't watch it, you don't know me on Netflix. Watch it. I'm really good. One. Really good. Really good season. Um, the way they ended it, though, you could tell it's like a complete cliffhanger because the guy now, the boyfriend has to go to jail. He's, he's locked up for a murder and he's staying at trial and he decides that his last statement, he's going to really tell the story about what happened. So it's basically like he becomes his own lawyer. He fires his... His his yes. lawyers. And so he's just standing in the courtroom telling the complete story, telling the truth, talking to the jury, talking to the judge. Singing. Um, but the way it ends is basically like they come to a verdict. Okay. But now he then, was the car salesman, then yes. turned killer. Well, to protect turned, his girlfriend. Yeah, he turned well, if she would have just not been with a brokey, he could have paid off the debt. So his girl would have to sell. Right for self. He had a nice little apartment, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, he not he okay. didn't have enough money to make his girl not have to sell pussy. Well, I mean, well, yeah, he can't pay that tab off. That tab was a little heavy. But <laughs> would you protect uh, your girlfriend that decided to be a prostitute? Uh, no, I would. Uh, and, Sorry, and here's no. the thing. The way he found it's out. a very noble act from him. Yeah. Everyone's noble. No, no, no. The in this, except for the deadbeat that selling pussy, killing people. Look, no. Who is this brother that ill? Listen, the way he finds out, like he literally sees her. He tried to buy some. On the whole stroll, oh. getting into the car. Like he pulled up on a underneath a bridge. It's, it was the known whole stroll. But why was he over there? Because somebody, he was walking around okay. town with mm. pictures of her. Somebody oh, and it was like, oh, like, oh, I oh saw yeah. Her. Like, I just right saw here. that girl on this side of town. And he goes over there. He sees her. She gets in the car with a guy. Guy pulls off. You know what he does. Just like a simp. He's so sick to his stomach. He throws up outside the car. <laughs> <laughs> he saw his girl selling pussy. It. And the first thing he did was throw up. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I would have followed that car. I, w- I would have dragged her out of that car like, what? No. I'm not throwing. Throwing up? Well, I'm not throwing up. I'm not following the car. I'm not answering text messages. You're, I'm just, you're, you're just not going to know me anymore. Yeah. I, well, I think you would need a conversation. Yeah. You would Rory, need to you talk lying. to her. You would definitely you had to say her, your like, siblings what's going on? Like, why are you selling pussy? Like, dude, Rory would I, be like, why are you doing this? <laughs> Didn't I provide a home? <laughs> I, toler- I will tolerate a lot of bullshit if I were to see my girl literally street walking and selling pussy. I'm no, I'm I'm a tolerable person. That's a little too far for me. So you wouldn't you wouldn't need a conversation with her to stop her. Well, it, she's not my girl anymore. So like, whatever she, just she disappeared. Well, she, she just dumped her right. She there. just completely disappeared from your house one day. You didn't know where she was at. You thought something happened to her, and three days later, somebody 
sees the flyer and says, oh, I just saw that girl like on the side of town. You go over there and you see her getting in the car selling pussy. You mean to tell me like for you right then and there, that's it. You don't need to have another conversation with her ever again in life. I, I wouldn't want to hear the explanation. Hell yeah! No, come on, bro. there's Don't no way you wouldn't. There's listen. no fucking way this girl lives with you. Here. No way, That's man. Not even no yeah, I'm not even Rory. What type of shit you on? What, what's the name of your oh, song? Well she, well, she lives with me. Okay, I yeah, want yeah. you, but you'll never know. What's the name of mm-hmm. what's the title? <laughs> Don't do that because we can start digging into those lyrics. Oh, we can. Where's Where's the goddamn song at, Damaris? Pull the goddamn song up. Find the song, Damaris. I have. But song I say that up. to say. You don't know me. Great, great, uh, great show on on Netflix, and it ended with the jury getting ready to give the verdict, and it just cuts. You know they're trying to get the budget for season two. I know what they was doing. I get it. No, they didn't expect the show to be that big of a hit. It was a really good show, a really good season, and um, hopefully they get. Well, I hope they get renewed for season two. But I love the Messiah, and they said that the Messiah offended uh Muslim people around the world. I don't know how because we still don't even know if that guy was Allah or not, or the the Messiah. Mm. So I great show ended it because people were offended. So I don't know. Um, well, yeah, we can wrap up a TV conversation. I think Breaking Bad is probably the best, the best ending ah. of any TV series. Breaking Bad is up there for sure. So what do you consider Break- best? Because I have the Sopranos high up there too, and I know I, I, get, I know people would kill people me hate for that. the Sopranos. Ending. I'm we're one of those still talking people. about it to this day. I hate it. It's it one wasn't of the that bad yeah. in the in the moment. I hated it, RPG. but yeah, I grew to love it. I. I it, 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 it's bad, but it's not bad. It's not what I wanted it to be. Let's just no. say that it's not what I wanted. It's not it to what be. everything was built up to yeah. be in the last. Season. Yeah, that's what it was. That's what it was. But it was. A, it was a good. It was a good. Um, well, what do you think of all time? No, of, of that ending. What happened? I think uh, Tony got killed in that diner. I do too. Is that, that a very HBO thing for them to have like really bad endings? No, I think The Wire was a pretty good ending. Mm. The Wire was good. It, it it was what the show represented of just this is just one big cycle that's all connected and. Undoing was great. Mm-hmm. The undoing because, was really good. Only, only because, because we had the niggas had the the, the son as the killer at one point. <laughs> yo, it's like whoever wrote that show <laughs> yo, had us. Yo, that was such great writing with it was the a, things they it left was open. Great like fuck the writing. They're just the premise of each part that they left open. That they had us. Yo, maybe. It's the baby mother's side chick's wife's yeah. husband that did it. Maybe it's, it's like, the father. Yo, they, there would be people in the background walking across the street be like, yo, it, it, that's got to be the killer. Yeah. <laughs> like, it look was how a while when I thought the lawyer did it. I thought the homegirl, the wife's homegirl. I thought the, was the principal lawyer. did it at one point. Listen, I was like, yeah, the principal definitely I was murdered. literally the only person in the group chat with my homies that watched it that was like, dog, it's the husband. <laughs> it was sometimes where I was like, nah, I got to be this person. But then I go back, I'm like, nah, it's the husband, fam. Like, they fucking with us. Like, it's the only person who it could be. And it's the husband. And then even when we found out it was him, we were trying to still give him like, he's like, yo, he's just doing this to protect his son. It's like, no, he just did that shit. (laughs) He he killed his side bitch. Like he wanted to get rid of her. He didn't want to fuck with her no more. And the only way to kind of get out of that, she was pregnant, right? If I remember Mm the story, she got pregnant. It's it's him. Like he doesn't want to, he can't have this kid. Like it's him. He told her to get rid of it. She didn't want to. We know how this goes. Nigga, he killed her. Who who was more of a a sociopath, him or the son in your honor? The son. The one who this is the first episode, so it's not a, a spoiler. The one who killed uh the uh mob boss's uh kid yeah. on the bike. Yeah. I think he's a social more of a sociopath. I think he was I think we don't give enough credit Didn't to he him start for being dating the sister? Yes. And they would like talk about <laughs> yeah. the kitty kid. He's doing the biggest <laughs> yeah. we don't talk about how much of a sociopath he was in that, yeah, yeah, that yeah, show. No, he was definitely a big Like sociopath. we felt bad for him. We thought he was innocent in the first few episodes. I'm like, this kid is a, a sicko. Yeah. Like, I think he walked up to the blood at in the scene, if I remember, and touched it and yes. like did he taste it or did he smell it? 
I think he did something weird. I, I was like, what the fuck? It was something weird he did yeah. when he when he hit the uh the kid on the on the on the motorcycle. But um when we're talking about recent shows, I really oh, like I think Tony died. Insecure's Sopranos, yeah. 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 I like Insecure's ending a lot once I took away from the fact that Insecure was endings, which was really hard for me to mm. like. But Insecure she, was a good ending. Was. She wrapped that so well. I think Insecure she, did, she really ending. did a lot of justice um Issa is to the a, characters. Uh, she she's um she's a she's a she's a legend. Yeah. Issa, Issa Rae is a uh, she's a legend, man. Because what what Insecure did, I think what it's done and what it's doing for young writers and filmmakers, um, even like actors and actresses, it's I think it's inspiring because you literally saw this show grow and become what it is, like every step of the way. And then Issa, being who she is, her personality, easy to love. You have to, you can't. It's hard not to root for her. It's not hard to. It's hard not to want to see Issa win. And then the things that they covered in the show, the topics and the she's, conversations. and She's the most self-aware writer of her direct yeah. demographic and age and like of what each single person goes through mm-hmm. from that age group was represented in every last character that yeah. the show. Like she's so, and what she did for so many other people, because HBO, by their standards and their, their boardrooms, that's taking a risk. Yeah. You got a chick that was making some content on YouTube. A black, a short, black girl. And she's going to write, direct it, and act in it. That, to HBO, that's taking a fucking crazy risk. Yeah. Now, she the only that, people we see doing that was, was uh, Tracy Allman. That's one person that I know that we saw do that. Yeah. Played different, multiple roles. She's a, she's another genius uh, icon. But Issa knocked that shit out of the park. If Insecure failed, no network is really going to take another risk yeah. to do that type of show or that type of creator that started on online and wants to write everything and mm-hmm. wants to like, HBO's be like, hey, we we tried it. It failed. Issa knocked that shit out of the fucking park. So now more shows like that and more people like Issa can get that shot because it's it, like, oh, it's proven. Yeah. And 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 what she did, even for the, just the community of LA, eh? a lot of the restaurants that she went to in the show became hot spots, popular spots in real life. Um, kind of sort of like what... Uh, Carrie Bradshaw did with Sex in the City. She goes to Magnolia Bakery. Yeah. Magnolia oh, yeah. Bakery was never the same after that. You know what I mean? And again, I won't speak for LA because I'm not from LA nor ever lived there. But from an outsider, it gave Insecure gave a view of LA that was never represented. I feel like with anything TV or movie related, LA is either all Hollywood shit mm-hmm. or all gang shit. Mm-hmm. Like the regular person that just lives and grew up in LA, I never knew that story at all mm-hmm. it was either all the way fucking hollywood hidden hills coke eyes wide shut party shit right or it was gang members killing each other mm-hmm. and trying to you know fetishize a lot of the the gang shit so yeah. I, I thought that was like a perfect mix i think atl did that too atl yeah, the, the movie just the movie? I, yeah. just gave a different side of like the type of shit that's usually put out like mm-hmm. oh no these are just regular high school kids trying to figure it out there's no <laughs> Yeah. They're not gang members. They're not rich kids. They're just kids. <laughs> More music came out over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Burner Boy. Love Domini. Damani. I don't want to. Domini. Love Domini. I didn't get around to either of them, but I, I am looking forward to hearing. Heard Burner the Boy. album. And I didn't want to listen to Burner Boy by myself in my. In I was my about to say, like, heard I got <laughs> But I want to be out when I hear that. Yeah. I want to I want to be, I want to see people car. moving. Yeah, I, I want to be out. But the, the music sounds good. Mm-hmm. His record, 
Last Last might be one of the songs of the summer, yeah, especially for New York. It's um, it's it's, it's definitely heating up. It's mm-hmm. definitely um, looking like that's gonna be a song that people listen to for a very long time. I was outside yesterday and they went crazy for la- for Last mm-hmm. Last. Mm-hmm. Yep, mm-hmm. they went crazy. No, Burner Boy is um, he's listen, man, he's a he's a he's a superstar. Mm-hmm. Burner Boy is one of those artists that oh, you know for sure. When he hits the stage, uh, his music comes on and any party, you know, festival, it's, you know, he's one of those artists that the people connect to. And he, he, he I like to say, elevates the the human experience, <laughs> you know, people. The human experience. I mean, I, honestly, <laughs> you, you see Burner Boy's music comes on. I mean, everybody, literally, it's like a unanimous yeah. feeling that, yo, this is that shit. Um so yeah, I, I still want to listen to it outside, but I listened to it in the crib, played it moving around in the city. Um, it sounds good, good production, melodies. Um, and it's it's weird how a lot of the lyrics you start to understand too. Like with mm-hmm. sometimes he doesn't. It's uh because he in his language, mm-hmm. his his well his dialect, his dialect. Yeah, some of the words we don't know, but mm-hmm. it's like I know what that kind of know what that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I could, you could feel like, okay, I know what that means. He he gives context to words that you can just fill in. Like ah, exactly. okay, I know exactly that sexual position he's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I know, done, I've done that burner before. Yeah, I've I, I done get that it. Burn. I know, and I've been burnt doing it. I know it. what that does to the hamstrings, bro. Yeah, I know what that no. does to the hamstrings the next day. I know how how tight the hamstrings are. Uh, but yeah, I like the album. I just want to be outside. I got to see it outside. I got to see people moving to it. Mm. Uh, another album that came out Peace Fly Guy West Side Gun Gun, Gun is Listen He gonna put an album out It seems like every six months Feels that way Every five months Or somebody from the camp Is gonna put out a project uh, Peace Fly Guy West Side Gun um, I listened to it I wanna listen to some more You got Stove God on there mm-hmm. uh, Few other features uh, One producer or was it A bunch No I, don't I didn't, think, I didn't I get a chance It's, it's, it's multiple producers on On the project I don't okay. think it's just one producer Um I like the big ass bracelet joint. I do remember like that coming on. Jesus Crack. Mm. The first or the, it's the intro, then Jesus Crack come on, Stove God. Um another dope project though. One thing West Side Gun is gonna do is be consistent. For sure. Um he's gonna be himself. He's not gonna stray too far away from his pocket and what he does. He's just gonna keep giving you dope shit, cool shit, and introducing uh new artists as well along the way, which I like. I like the fact that he gives uh his platform to other artists, not just Music, you know, mm. painters and, you know, fashion and things like that. Like he always is trying to put the next fly, uh, the next up and coming person in a position to shine. So for that alone, I mean, that's why Gun is one of my favorite people because, because he gets it. He understands just giving people a shot to get their shit off. So Peace Fly God available now, your DSPs. Uh, Lloyd Banks announced the course of the inevitable part two mm-hmm. coming out July 15th. He put out a record as well. Um, fell in love. I, I look forward to it. Um, he's got us listening on on Wednesday. If you want to come with me, um, it's cool. You don't have to come. No, what's uh, <laughs> no, no, no. no. Uh, Hovain invited me. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah. So I'll be go. I'll be your plus one then. There you I, go. I, yeah. No, I think I'm gonna pull up to that. Um, I just don't. You know, it's, it's just when you hear Lloyd Banks listening session in a studio. I'm just like times have oh changed, my. man. Yeah, it's just like yo. It's, it's we, we were backstage at the be, show. Who else got this invite? Like that'd be my question. Like, and I don't want to send Hovain uh, that text. Like, yo, who else you invited? 
all of Rochdale. Yeah, yeah, like it's just like uh, Guy, Guy Brewer will be in attendance. Um, but I I love the fact that Banks is 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 active. I love the fact that um you know he's he's putting out projects. He's got a show uh, at Sony Hall again for the release. Nice. I think on the fifteenth. Yeah, this last show we went to was dope. Yeah, I had a good time there. Um, so yeah, it's good to see, and and the project was dope. It's fire. Either I'll be Maul's plus one, or he'll be my plus one at the Banks listening session. <laughs> I think my security will be my plus one. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> I got it. Course of the inevitable too. Of course, you run around with security like a punk. No. I'm dolo. I'm by myself all the time. Nah, you run around with Tamara. It ain't, it ain't security thing. for me. Security for you. Oh, uh, you one of those people? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, yo. So you put your uh, you put your record out, your single out. It is it's currently available on all DSPs right now. Absolutely, Go I want you, to but that. you'll Go never know. That. I want you, but you'll never know. Shelly, yes, SKA Drum, Woo. and Alex, and the beautiful, Isley. talented Alex Isley. Yeah, produced by uh, myself and Child. Um. So yeah, we were breaking. We wanted to break down some of these lyrics about toxicity and mm. yeah, because you, know. you wrote these, correct? Myself and uh, Shelly, yes. And you're calling me the most toxic member of this podcast. So I really want to break these down and get into these lyrics. Well, Shelly and I split writing publishing. So half of this is his toxicity too. Okay, but I feel like- And Alex, he sang it beautifully. I feel like I Alex just said is, it terribly. Alex's verse is all you, correct? Uh, for the most part. Yeah, the most toxic part of the song. Just clarifying. Mm-hmm. Uh, and for everyone, because I, I don't know how artists get, Alex Osley writes her own music. She trusted, which I really appreciate her, of allowing me to put that together and her to sing it. But she's a much better writer. So this isn't like, yo, I'm, I mean, out, I'm outing someone for Alex Isley. Is, her pen she is does, way better than just, anything I. Yeah, that's just pen. people just not being in enough. So I did appreciate that when I sent her the verse, she was all the way with it. Um, can I just read Can I read this verse please read it. For everyone mm. who's uh, Just you know Let's address the toxicity I don't mean to bother But I needed to call No no him. no 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 We have you to start, start from the beginning We have to start with the first Okay one. I just mm. wanted to start From the most toxic verse But I mean you can So how about Maul does that first verse And you do that Okay so okay. For verse one uh, And I understand these words These words resonate with me mm-hmm. Just take a breather sometimes mm. Cause I want it Oh But can't have it mm. You swear I stay acting just believe me sometime. <laughs> I'm really gonna call you. Mm, really gonna this call is you. a direct argument. Yeah, like I'm really gonna call you. You just gotta stay patient. Mm. Relax. I don't argue. No, I don't argue. I'm not argumentative. No, you don't argue. Yeah. I'm saying anything. Right. Girl, as soon as I touch down, I'm touching you. And only you. Mm. But whenever I gotta go, you make it so uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's real life. I mean, listen, man. If we go, if life imitates art, right? Art imitates life. However mm. you want to, however you want to say it. Mm-hmm. This is this is how it goes. You have these the woman that you know she lives in a city. You fly in, you see her, but it's like I got to move around. I got to, you know, I can't be here all night, right? I got to touch the people. I got to touch the land. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Touch the people. You and do. the land. I got to touch the people and touch the land. No, when man. I touch down, I'm touching you and only you. And only when, you. I, mm. when I touch down, I've not touched down yet. Oh, but whenever but, I got to go, well, this doesn't so uncomfortable. This doesn't seem toxic until the record plays out and you see who he was talking to. Yeah, it wasn't his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. <gasps> That's henceforth. Can I get some to? To Rory's very toxic verse. Oh, I thought the hook was beautiful. But the hook goes, I want you more than you know. Mm. I might love you, mm-hmm. but you'll never know. Mm-hmm. Repeat. I want you more than you know. 
<laughs> I might love you, but you'll never know. You've met that girl. You might love, but you can't let her know that you. Yeah, you can't. You're starting to fall. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah, like when one of the like few of the homies smashed her. Well, that's not where I was going with it. <laughs> oh, um, and then you start smashing her. It's like, damn. Uh, no, I more, love I you, but again? you'll never know. More I would of a never situation, tell you. Um, whereas you may already be spoken for and loving someone else, mm-hmm. and maybe in a oh, so I have a, I have a, I have a, I have a girlfriend. Yes, and this is my side girl, and I'm falling in love with my side girl. I, side girl is such a negative connotation. Um, another lover, another lover. Mm-hmm. Okay, is that is that politically correct these days? Okay, no. I have another lover. Um, and I'm, I'm falling I'm in love. Trans monogamous. I'm and, I, and I'm falling in love with <laughs> my other lover. Mm-hmm. See, but I was always taught to love freely, oh, right? Yeah, free but I'm the most toxic member. Of this podcast. I, I see what saying. This I, what I, taught, but I was I'm taught to love, to love, and, and and just to lead with love and respect. Okay. That's what I was taught. All I see is, hey, the world needs more love. That's it. People need to love each other more. People are broken. People but then, are hurting. Then I can't love more than one person. Yeah, and make I it have, make sense. Ma, what did you say your dream was? I need to wake up every day with like at least like four beautiful women. Just in my house, just like it's like our own, like move to Utah family, our village. You should be a Mormon. Our kingdom. No, I don't want to be a Mormon. I want to be more. But why I can't have that? That's true. I mean, no, I didn't didn't say say you can't. Like it's not weird until a nigga get it off. It's only awkward (laughs) for like the first like couple months. I think you'll only like it for the first couple months, and then you'll be losing your fucking mind. Oh, hundred percent. Four women in your house. No, I love I love being around women. Or or he has a rotation of women that he has. No, he wants the months. same ones. No, the same. No, I don't. He wanna, wants them to yeah, work. No, no. And you think build you'd, all, you'd be satisfied with only like let's say three women for the rest yeah. of my life? Yeah, yeah. Only three? Yeah. No way. Why not? To some sleep some with three some women for the rest of your life. That's... Some are satisfied with one for the rest of their life. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. A good rotating three if they all got along. That see now that's 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 where it gets tricky. Can mm. the women get along with each other? No, no, probably not. You can't have the same type of woman. You can't have three of the same women in one room. No, you don't want three of the same women in one room. Right. You want three different women. One has to be a Pisces, but with some similar similar interests. Blueface did it. That's true. How did Blueface that work out for him? Not very not, well. Not very yeah, well. Never yeah. Um, they ought to get down with whack. <laughs> To, we shouldn't even be laughing Rory, at that. But back oh. to Rory single, which you should be streaming on your DSPs as you as you listen to right. this. Mm-hmm. Um, I ain't gonna lie, we pumping the shit out this album. This album better be good, Rory. <laughs> I'm just letting you know. If it, it ain't, if if it's not my bad, so, yeah, <laughs> my, bad. my, my bad fault. Is don't so do it funny. again. Yo, my fault. Don't do it again. <laughs> don't, we don't want to hear nothing about yo volume two. Nah, nah, fam. Yeah. The first two. one we we turned the volume down on volume one. The second, <laughs> the second single I know will be universally loved. This first one, I think you have to have a certain type Here. of yeah. And I'm not saying that in a snobby way. It's just you know, no, I get it. Left shit that I kind of like. Rory the second, makes, the second one is going to be universal. Rory makes like. Rory music. I don't think anybody, anybody who listens to you know what your previous oh, she says sleeper picks there. were. Rory makes Rory mm-hmm. music. But, you, but you get what, what I music heard can you. Rory make? Uh, uh, Lenny Kravitz music. <laughs> of course, he makes Rory. Music. That's that's for the third album. If you're listening mm. to me, you know what I mean. If you know. like Rory's picks, if you like dance around the house, barefoot cleaning music, then you will like Rory's album. He makes the type of music that he suggests to you guys and that he's been suggesting for years. That's right. Roll out. Heard you. I like it. All Put right. that in the little description on Apple Music. Thank I mean, wow. serious music. I got to see how oh. much. I got to see how much Rory is paying Damaris. Right. <laughs> We're paying her together. Oh, oh no! I mean, you might be giving her a little extra. <laughs> yeah. You might be hitting her on the side. <laughs> you might be hitting her with a little side piece. Um, Where's two Damaris? 
Oh, shit. I don't mean to bother. Yes, so me and Maul are talking to each other right now. Uh, okay, here you go. He's, he's, he's on his way to can LA. Can I add lib? He's on his way to LA. All right, yeah, cool. You can add lib. All okay. Right. I don't mean to bother. Oh, boy. <laughs> That's exactly what I was Mad bothering. <laughs> you bothering me already. Bother. But I needed to call you. I hate when And I don't care that you're with her. I guess I'll try back tomorrow. Sounds like the man. Can't help that I miss you. Ask her what's the issue I'm with sharing that. your heart, your body parts, and your mental. Like, what's the problem? Yeah, I'm not doing that. <laughs> Cause I'm feeling nasty, Ma. That's literally what you just asked to do. I know. But I'm so still, for I'm the first not, woman, before you I get the other two and three, you're gonna have to ask that first one. Hey, I'm not. We're asking. gonna we're gonna share my mental yeah, with her. Yeah, no, I'm not asking <laughs> the other bitch like what's what's the what's the matter? What's the issue with her mental? No, that's not what she's asking. So what's that? What's the issue with? Ask your bitch. What's the issue with us sharing you? That's what she she's said. a progressive. Oh, got she's it a progressive. Okay, get that off. I like that. She's yeah. a progressive woman. Like, I like what's that. The, what's the problem? Oh, okay. I read that wrong. Touche. Because I'm feeling Touché. nasty. Feel really nasty. I'll drive to you. I remember your street. I could really use some because it's been a long week and that buzz on your phone is just little old me. So this was intentionally written as a threat, but Alex Isley's voice is just so beautiful that it may not come across as a threat. Mm-hmm. But saying I'll drive to you, I remember your street. When you got say, I'm going to pull up. <laughs> I don't care that you with your girl. I'm gonna pull up, but I'm only pulling up because I'm horny. Yeah. So just like give me some, and uh, you know I'm out. Well, Get no, she way. she wanted heart and mental, not just body parts and mental. And that buzz on your phone is just little old me. That sound like Rory. My shit is on D and D first of all. <laughs> so my if phone, my phone is, don't buzz. My phone is not buzzing. <laughs> Not asking. That's just little old Pizza Hut calling. Not asking. Hold on, Alex. You were a little aggressive here. Not asking. Like I like, did the last time. I'm, I'm telling, telling you. you. Period. Just want that dick. But you pay me no mind. I'm getting triggered listening to this, actually. Yeah, go stream this. Your woman is a really good one. How you laying with me if you saying, I want you? Which is just the contradiction of just women. This entire verse is just, I think, how women's brains work. <sighs> Listen, I think, I think relationships could be so much easier and like, so much more fun if we just, just be honest with each other. Like Boy, the side chicks be with it and cool with it. Until you get in an argument, then they throw it back in your face yep. that you're cheating. And it's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> but you did huh? me. No, you, you was fine around, with it. You fuck around and tell and like say something to a dude or he like go to protect his girlfriend. Like you say something about her, you go to protect her. I'll be like, oh, now you respect her? But you here. Yeah. Damn. But you and here. This, so this all sparked from now you keep my wife's name out your mouth. Okay. Keep my pussy out yours. Then your wife wouldn't have nothing to worry about. We wouldn't be discussing this. And then y'all wonder. That's That's pretty much what you said is is this verse in a more vulgar way. (sighs) Keep my wife's name out your mouth. Keep my pussy out of yours. Yeah. And answer my call or I'm pulling up. (laughs) Download and stream. I want you more than you'll know now off of the Rory Project. Self-titled. I'm not going to give the title yet. No, it's not called the Rory Project. It's not self-titled. The Rory, Rory Project. Just Rory. That's it. So it's definitely not called that. Oh, you didn't. I'm not so going to say the name yet. I have an album titled. I have a title, but I'm not going to say the album title yet. If Rory named oh, okay. his album where he's not singing on it, Rory, I would. I would talk. The Rory about Project. That just Project. sounds trash. But yeah, this this was one of my favorite records to make. Drama and I were in DR talking about the difference between just fucking women on the side and confiding into women on the side, and then we got to Atlanta and. We're like, hey, let's revisit that topic again. Mm-hmm. And out came this beautiful side chick record. It is a dope Which record. neither of us participated in any of that. It was just a conversation we were having, mm-hmm. uh, pulling from no, no, no. our friends' experiences. Absolutely, absolutely. I get um, it. And conversations. Sometimes you just have having. to observe and then create the art. I, I get it. I understand. 
Uh, shout out to Shelly, FKA Drum. Shout out My to brother. Alex Osley. Meek Mill has Insecure. been rumored to uh, leave Rock Nation. People have called me, texted me about it. I don't know if it's true. <laughs> Why would you know? Hey, you the secretary? Oh, man. I, Jesus Christ. If Jay takes his shit, they too. think I know what tissue he uses. I don't know. He seems like a charming guy. I, yeah, I don't know what the, I don't know if Meek has left Rock Nation. I don't know about Meek's business. I don't know anything about that. Um, I know he's taking off the website. He's taking off the artist roster as well. So that would appear to mean. It would I don't think it would be a rumor. He is no and Billboard also has a source saying that they left. Okay, so Billboard doesn't lie. So I guess that Meek <laughs> Mill is no longer uh, managed under Rock Nation. Um, and I mean, you know, that happens sometimes. You need to get different management. You want to go in a different direction. Yeah. Uh, different, you know, things you want to get into. Um, I don't know. So, you know, good luck to Meek and his, his business ventures and... Uh, Whoever else he, whoever he decides to go with as far as management. Yeah. And I'd say more so, I'm more curious about his relationship with Atlantic than I am Rock Nation. Yeah. He's tweeted some pretty, yeah, a lot they, of stuff about it. They didn't do, things. they didn't do much for uh, expensive pain and that he yeah. can't release music for nine months, et cetera. Yeah. Um, I, does he have just one more album left with Atlantic? I'm not even, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I, I think, I, I think Meek, it would make more sense for him to move independent. To be honest with you, for for what he's sold on the last two, I know he wasn't happy with expensive pain, mm-hmm. but still, I mean, he still moved a good amount of units. Yeah, he could he he, he did that from. And I know I got another label exec mad when I said this about their record label. It appeared that Meek did a lot of that by himself. Right, right. Mm-hmm. That that was his efforts as far as promoting everything. I mean, I saw billboards, but mm-hmm. you can hire a third party company to just get you billboards. Right. I think with the units, Meek moves and the overhead and the favors that he grabs with features I highly doubt it's upfront money he should be independent he'd make a shit ton of money um I'm gonna go a different a different route the album wasn't that good I mean I, I was on record saying I wasn't a big fan it, of it wasn't that good uh we love Meek obviously um I love Miko for reasons away from music. I think mm. he's important to his generation. For sure. Seeing his ascension coming from the street corners of Philadelphia, battle rapping to the levels that he's made it to today is just inspirational, if nothing else. So for that, you know, I champion Meek and I support Meek. But Expensive Pain just wasn't it wasn't a good a good project. I think I I was disappointed. It was some it was some songs on there that was good, but I think that Meek um is the type of artist that has the access he has the relationships. He has the skill, the talent to do better, mm. to do, uh, you know, better projects. So, um, And just coming off championships, which to me was an incredible, incredible album up there, I think, with rap mm-hmm. album of 2018. Mm-hmm. Coming off that, yeah, Expensive Pain and waiting from 2018 to 2021, waiting that long mm-hmm. to get that. It did feel a little weird. But again, if you're not happy with your situation, at the label, it can trickle over into the it music. It can affect the art. Yeah, it, for, it sure. Can, for sure. It can have you holding on to records for so long that you don't know how they actually sound because they're so dated to you. Yeah. Like, we, we know the things that goes yeah, on behind like, the uh, scenes that, that, that can, can really fuck with you. The album and affect the sound and things like we We get it. But, the, but once you put it out there now as the consumer, we say and we we digest yeah, it and sure. we, 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 we tell you how we feel about it. Um, it just wasn't, it wasn't a, a good project. Uh, I think it was okay. It was like there's a couple records on there that were really good, but um, his fan base is so big that they demand more. Mm-hmm. They demand better, and sometimes you have you have to live up to that as an artist. And I think Expensive Pain didn't live up to 
what his fan base expected and you know wants from him. No. But um, maybe again, this could be a move to kind of like, you know, business wise, it affected the art, it affected the album, it affected yeah. you know what I wanted to do, my vision. So you know, now maybe this may be a reset. Um, and then now next time out, we get more of what Meek wanted to do, how he wants to move. Like you said, independently might be mm. best for him. Um, because he has that core following, they're gonna support him. They're gonna yeah. go up. They're gonna go to his shows. They're gonna they're gonna stream his music. So he has that following. So he can definitely be independent. He's he's another one I think is at the point in his career that he needs to lock in with with one executive producer. Let me not yeah. just say one producer, one executive producer. Mm-hmm. I would love for Ross just to solely EP. What is that relationship like? I don't know. He's 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 uh he. I think did he tweet some things about Ross? Maybe. Oh, he was upset about something, and I, I don't know. This may sound crazy, but to me, it doesn't. I think Wale EPing a Meek Mill project would be amazing. Because I think he would look at, at Meek's approach. I'm not going to shoot the idea that to, to the beats that Meek is gravitating towards more. I think Wale would give that a, a whole different perspective. And Wale, if there's one thing he knows how to do, is make a fucking hit record, a melodic hit record, mm-hmm. and pick the right singer and beats for those types of joints. Mm-hmm. And I, I think, and Wale can do the hard shit too. Like, I think he'd be a perfect balance and a new approach for Meek to to just not go into the album the same way he does every last one of them. Well, Meek, we're looking forward to the next project. Um, you know, good luck in, in his business ventures and where he's going with management. I hope he lands with somebody that, you know, is a is a good fit for him. But if nothing else, as just a fan of Meek, like I'm just I'm ready for some uh my some guess new is music. my guess is Salonco. I'll go to. I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at Salonco. Um They'd why, be a good fit for him too. Yeah, they would. They would. Uh Wireless Fest was uh this past weekend, right? We were the only four. Only four that didn't go. Yeah, we didn't go. Um, a lot of IG joints on where I saw Heathrow all over my fucking IG stories. <laughs> oh no, nah, well you know London is London is New York part too for right sure. Point. Um, I saw a, a clip of Roddy Rich performing. Yeah, <laughs> um, the box. They reacted to it. Mm-hmm. Big record. The mm-hmm. box was the box was a huge record. Right. Um, I don't well, know if Roddy because uh, I saw another clip. He was performing another record off the album, I believe, and the reaction wasn't as big. But mm-hmm. I'm rooting for Roddy because I like Roddy. I think Roddy mm-hmm. is really talented. I think that you know he came out and said he wasn't uh, was it motivated or he wasn't that that because you know we both both love Roddy and both were disappointed with his project. The yeah. fact that he came out and was like, "Yeah, it just wasn't it," makes me feel like even that. better about his future. Because I was yeah. a little nervous. I was like, when like that, that came out, I was like, "Damn, are we?" I hope Roddy wasn't kind of shit looking funny in the light. Like maybe he just caught a few in the beginning and he's not really who we think he is. Mm-hmm. Cause that did cross my mind when that album came out. Yeah. So the fact that he was like, nah, I saying it, I, I was not focused at all. Mm-hmm. Makes me feel better. Yeah. That he understood that that was not the bar for what he needed to do. I like when artists know that about themselves. Like, yo, that wasn't it. Like yeah. I, I know, like I had to get it out because, you know, I was mm. obligated to, but it, I, I wasn't, really in my zone. I didn't really connect with the producers I wanted to connect yeah. with and things like that. Like everything sounds good in the studio. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, and, and, and a lot of times artists, you, I think as, as a creator, as artists, you need that, that moment where you, you create something, you put it out and it's like, nah, that ain't it. 
Because I think that's when you're going to find out if you really built for this type of shit. Yeah. Like where your creative bag is at, where your skill level is. Because, you know, you, you stumble, you fall like, damn, they wasn't fucking with that. All right, I got to pivot. I got to go this way. I got to do this. Um, so it's just, you know, it's, again, Roddy's another artist that was disappointed with his last project. Loved the project before that. Mm-hmm. Disappointed with the last one. He, you know, made a statement. He wasn't himself. He was, you know, whatever was going on. We don't know where people be at in their personal lives. Yeah. But he he spoke to that. Like, he wasn't he wasn't happy with it. So now, it's like, okay, cool. You recognize that. The fan base recognized that. Now we're waiting for the next move. Yeah. So this, you know, let's, let's, let's see. Because sometimes we throw, we, get, we do away with artists too fast. We're like, damn, man, we didn't, we, we threw this guy away and he put out some projects after that, the one that we did that we hated, that were really good. Yeah. So let's just see where where Roddy lands. He's on, also on that. On he's that. also a child. I don't mean that disrespectfully at all. He's very young. Yeah, he's young. He's what twenty one? Nah, he's a little older than that. Roddy Rich is not. 20. Roddy Rich is twenty three. Twenty three. Yeah, okay, bro, he's really he's young. young. <laughs> yeah, he's young. He's young as hell. Um, but yeah, I like him. I like Roddy. I think he's. I think he's uh, talented. So we'll see what he does with the next project. Um, there was something else that happened at Wireless. Uh, I just saw that everyone knew the words to every song. That's yeah. all, all it was. And the artists all the scene. clips. Everyone, well, Gideon, Summer. Well, we do know that overseas, they support the culture more than we support the culture here in America. Why do you say that? I think, it, I think they appreciate it more. I'll be honest with you. They appreciate it more. That's yeah. which is why they support it more. Um, because they don't see these artists as much over there as we do yeah. over here. Uh, just the culture of hip hop is supported and appreciated more overseas than I think it is in America. You have acts like Wu Tang and these older acts from the '90s that still do full tours, oh, huge sellout, tours. you know, stadiums and arenas overseas. Where I can't tell you the last time I saw a Wu Tang show in America. They, I just feel like overseas appreciates longevity and like historical shit more. Yeah. Like right, like right now, Akon could go outside the United States and do nothing but arenas and stadiums, mm-hmm. and it would be appreciated. Mm-hmm. Here, I'm not saying Akon couldn't do big shows in, in the U.S., but mm-hmm. overseas, yeah, arenas sold out. Like, I just feel like things last longer overseas. Like, they appreciate hit records longer. Like, mm-hmm. all legendary shit, they can't wait to go see. Whereas, we're kind of just on to the next thing. Mm-hmm. It's like, all right. I mean, yeah, I love Cream too, but we're spoiled. Gonna- <laughs> we're spoiled over here. We we take the 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 culture for granted. We take the artist for granted. Um, whereas I think, again, it's kind of like we spoke to earlier, kind of like a callback. You know, the girl from your building, mm. you see all the time, like, yeah, whatever. I don't live in your building. She might be the most beautiful girl I've ever seen. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like, it's kind of like that. I but guess. I mean, also, I feel like American music over the last few years has definitely, let's say, pulled from, not stolen, from music overseas. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of what's mainstream in the US now is derives in Afrobeats derives in uh, the London grime scene like mm-hmm. so much of that we have taken <laughs> mm-hmm. so overseas is appreciating and kind of being more innovative because I was going to say I guess it's kind of a, a catch 22 because we're always moving on to the next thing that's what keeps music pushing and the culture pushing because you want to not always just harp on the old shit let's keep right. the new shit going which mm-hmm. you know is a good mentality but you still have to appreciate the old days Overseas is killing with new music. <laughs> Boy. We're copying them. But that happens every few years, though. Yeah. I think. 
I think that we fall in love with an artist that's not from America. Mm-hmm. And then all the American artists do features with that artist. Of course. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's just how it happens. I think, you know, just that's a cycle. It's nothing new. It's just, you know, it's a rotation of events that just happen artistically. And, you know, that's what it is. Speaking of, uh, not that it's overseas, but it's out of the United States. Does anyone think Drake may be pettier than we have made his pettiness out to be? I thought we were going to make it through an entire episode without saying Drake. Me too. We were almost there. Me too. Uh, we you said there. you said Hove, so I'm saying Drake. No, oh, but I was saying. Bingo. We, we and we said sex. Whack. I, did, I said Hove. Well, because of the Rock Nation thing. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, I saw the clip that Drake posted outside of his old building where he first heard the weekend's music. He was being very motivational. And like, yo, I heard his music standing right here. He's about to sell out the Rogers Center. That's what it's called, right? Sorry. To they all the canceled that show though, right? So all the like Wi-Fi and cell service went out in Toronto. Mm-hmm. And it's just very odd that Drake was bigging up the weekend and saying he's about to sell that out. And who who would have the, the power to unplug the Wi-Fi in the, Toronto? The boy. Right. <laughs> Only the boy. <laughs> the boy. Like, the boy could have who else could reset the modem? For the entire city. Listen, Drake, we know what you did. Like, it's weird that you were talking about that show and then a few hours later it got canceled. Yeah, it's like it was raining. You, and you were talking the about the Rogers Center and when you go to Toronto, the cell service says Rogers. Mm. It's the boy. And, and, if, and I think if we, if, we, if, we, if we think long enough, I think Drake, his middle name might be Rogers. I think Wayne said that one time. Drake Jersey Rogers or something. And I thought in the beginning that was his real name. Listen, it's like, man. oh, it's Aubrey Graham? Yeah. Where was Roger? <laughs> it gets spooky when you start digging for information. And, uh, I'll do you one better. Spooky. Drake is into the gambling shit, right? Mm. He won 17. <laughs> what if what if there Yo, was- man, a- I love Drake, man. <laughs> but it's, Drake is getting some sick shit off with this gambling site. He, put, he posted a video of him- Hitting a number on roulette and allegedly winning seventeen million. I want to know, I but it's s- out of his account because he owns the company. <laughs> he bet seventeen million against himself. I cannot wait for the Drake stake bet on your own house money scheme that he does on the next album. He has to do Yo, one of those. Man. I bet on myself. There's got to be a way that he could put that scheme together. <laughs> oh my god! But what if this is the new version of shaving points? What if there was a bet that the weekend's concert wasn't going to happen? And this was the way Drake was shaving points. This is sick. He unplugged the Wi-Fi and bet that the weekend the show weekend, wouldn't happen. Did the weekend uh, and then post up the stakes because he talked about, about it? Yeah, he said, uh, "We tried everything. I was looking forward to this, but all the equipment doesn't work." So, damn. What does that mean? That was his first stop. Well, the if door. you have no Wi-Fi, a lot of things, especially with the weekend's music, require Wi-Fi. No, you. <laughs> everything requires Wi-Fi. If you're doing a show somewhere. Mm. Wi-Fi is needed. And cell service. I, I, I don't know if that becomes a liability. It was just all fucked up in Toronto that day. So I get it. I, <sighs> I, I, would, I would want to do the show. Drake the made right the way. call. He had the satellites come in, create rain and thunder and create lightning. Rain and, thunder. and, you know, they shot down the grid and shut everything down. And, you know. But you got to you have to love Drake's progression within Canada because at one point, all he could do was call somebody to get your homegirl in that has a DUI charge through the border. Now he can unplug the whole fucking city. <laughs> like the, he really just reset the Verizon modem. What's the name of Drake's last album? Uh, Certified Lover Boy. Oh no, uh, honestly, honestly, never mind. mind. 
It was, he was That's him. what he said to the, to the stadium? It was him. Before he flipped the Wi-Fi <laughs> off? Yeah, it was him. He gave us the whole Honest, thing. Honestly, Abel, yeah. never, never mind. mind. <laughs> Your show is canceled, buddy. There will be no Rogers, nothing mm. working here tonight. Um, but yeah, that was, that was all jokes aside, that was uh, disappointing to see because I know a lot of people were excited to see big deal. the weekend. Yeah, that was- and that Hometown was the in the arena? Yeah. Has so, Drake, well, hold on. Has Drake sold that out? I'm sure he has, right? I'm sure. uh, OVO Fest, I think, was in there one time. I'm- more than sure Drake is. Oh, but that, that OVO Fest had a lineup. It wasn't just Drake. This could be, might have been feeling a way that the weekend beat him to it. Yeah, we got to look at that. No, Listen, but no, man. the Scorpion Tour went to, went to the Rogers Center. Was I'm sure it? it did. I'm sure it sold out a week. It may not have, but it may not have been at the Rogers Center. It may have been at another venue up there. I don't know. But I'm guessing the Rogers Center is the one that More Drake likely. Yeah. Drake definitely sold out the Rogers Center. I don't even know. I would he definitely plugged like the Wi Fi. Um, I, I did love, and I'm not one of those people that say uh, Drake did not struggle or anything like that because I don't care and I don't know his upbringing. Right. I did love that he posted the uh, his apartment, first apartment where they like recorded a bunch of stuff, and the amount of comments that were like got it out the mud, like start from the bot. Like I'm like that's a be- that's actually a beautiful luxury building. <laughs> <laughs> it's the type of mud I want to make it from. Um, that luxury mud. Your boy Hunter Biden. Oh, yes. Oh, we're about to get high mall and politic mall. Yeah. Get ready, Reddit. <laughs> I'm about to get out of here. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not gonna be too high. That's uh, a, a a large Yeah, I was gonna yeah. My God. Is that sage? Like Cigar. I don't know. Sage. I don't think you smoke sage. Sage. Yeah. yeah it's probably yeah. really bad for you. I smoke sage. Uh, <laughs> Hunter Biden. Uh iCloud leak. I feel like his iCloud or he loses his laptop every two months. I He's, he does misplace his electronics a lot. And that guy must have a has, nightmare with AirPods. Yeah, and he always has just the wildest shit on his laptop or his email. So his, huh. his iCloud leak leaked his iCloud. Leaked. We all have we all have a, a a little bit of porn and a little bit of Russian uh, communication on ours. There's some Russian bots on my my laptop. I'm sure. Well, probably from hitting support pages. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, with the territory. But he's, but 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 Hunter Biden. If your iCloud got leaked, Rory, I'm more than positive I would not see images or videos of you weighing crack. (laughs) No, you say that with a lot of no. There wouldn't. Sure, I don't think there's a video on on planet Earth of me weighing crack. I've never weighed crack. So, (laughs) Hunter Biden has. Okay, he's weighed crack. Prostitutes and strippers, I don't, that's, you know, that's man shit. I, yeah. Bachelor party. And add some crack in there, Vegas. it sounds like a great night. Yeah, but weighing the crack? Well, well he wanted to make sure, sure he wasn't. He's taking the right dose and that he doesn't hurt himself for the right young ladies dose. that he's when I, with. When you've bought weed before, you've, you've weighed it to make sure you're getting. I have never. Well, I've seen people when the weed oh, man come, they'll weigh it to make sure. You've never weighed your weed. You've never in life To make sure weed. that you're paying for the right amount of reg. I believe you. Um. Honestly, no. I believe him. He just like, smokes that. Okay, well, if plenty I, of I people buy, do it. I, <laughs> yeah. I buy ounces all the time. I have never went home and weighed the ounce. All right, well, <laughs> people that sure, buy two grams sometimes gram. will, like, will I, weigh yeah, it. Yeah, I believe it on the two grams. <laughs> yeah, but like, I, I just, I, I don't see why you would be weighing crack unless you're To make sure, crack. no. If I you bought three grams of it. crack, I want to make sure this is three grams. Bro, that your dad is the president. You don't need to be worried about if this is exactly three grams of crack that you're eating. My father's reputation is on the line right Right, now. I can't get screwed over. I just, I don't understand. I don't record certain shit in my phone and I'm just a normal ass human being. Mm. Just certain shit that I don't want, like that I'm terrified would leak. I don't even record in my phone. So I don't understand how as the president's son, 
Wayne crack a video that needs to be documented in Wayne your crack. phone that is consistently hacked have you, or stolen. Have, I don't understand. Have you ever been to Wilmington, Delaware? No. no. Good. Don't ever go. What? Why? Uh, the, don't let the word Delaware fuck you up. Don't you got you got away the crack <laughs> in Wilmington, <laughs> Delaware. It's not the safest place. It's not. So he's from Delaware. He was trained and raised to weigh his all, crack once he buys it. We we thinking way too deep into this. Why is the president's son smoking crack? First of all, he I'm sure he's not the first uh first kid, no pun intended, to smoke crack. Why does the president's son have an iPhone access? What I think he's more of a Samsung guy. Why didn't he have a 13? Because that was his that was his trap phone. Yeah, that's oh, the, gotcha. Yeah, you're right. He's weighing crack, right. and which right. means he's hugging the block. Sorry, I'll be here hustling rock. That's what he's doing. Um, I think it makes him more relatable. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> man, I'm not. I'm not. It makes here me to feel like that's about, a that's a regular American family. Right. Look at that son smoking crack. Listen, <laughs> we've all had a child that's dabbled Listen, in some crack. If you want right. to smoke crack, smoke crack. I just think that you should. Wait, no, don't take. <laughs> You, you probably have, shouldn't smoke you have crack. A, you have a platform. <laughs> I don't. Just tell I, no, people I'm to saying smoke if crack. you want. I'm not telling people go smoke crack. That's not what I said. I said if you want to smoke crack, go smoke crack. That's on you. <laughs> your prerogative. Your life. Do what you want to do. Mm. I'm saying if you're the president's son, maybe you shouldn't take pictures and videos of you doing it and weighing it. Is all I'm saying. I just feel like the amount of and you have an iCloud. What you? Your dad is the president. You know, Why do you even have iCloud? You Why? know <laughs> that they can get into the cloud. They run the cloud. They are the cloud. I just, I don't Why well, he probably felt like he has the cloud. It's like Drake playing with house money. He has the cloud. Like, the cloud is his. He never, you can't hack what's his. Yo, he does the hacking. Drake hit for 17 million on roulette over the laptop. <laughs> <laughs> Stop pocket watching. Even though he posts it. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm not pocket watching. No, he Does Drake care about the IRS at all? Fam, posted, posting a video of you playing roulette over a laptop and saying you hit for 17 million and you own that gambling website? If if I was a Drake resident, a if I was a resident of Toronto man. and was on my phone watching Drake hit 17 million and then I hit a pothole, I would be really mad at the IRS. <laughs> Look at how much money this resident of Toronto is showing that he has. And I'm still hitting potholes? Yeah. Tax this man. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Streets are a mess. Um, Hunter Biden, put the crack down. Who cares? Or, or put your phone down. <laughs> Who cares? No, just put your phone down. Uh, I mean, if you want to stand yeah, the crack, crack. So like every the two months, you're losing your, your laptop, you're losing your iCloud. Just think the uh, crimes that the politicians are actually committing. All right, crack is just not that high on my list. No, but when you're like, look what Epstein was doing. When you're the president's son, it's it's just it's just it's, it hits a little different. Why? Because your dad's the president of the United States of America. You shouldn't be out here recording yourself weighing crack. What Ronald Reagan put the crack in the neighborhood? A president did that. His kids weren't doing it. Well, see, I know. mean, their mother said just say no, and they listened. Uh, Hunter Biden know. clearly didn't see that speech. <laughs> Oh, what man. sound advice? I never Hunter thought of Biden. it that way. Just Hunter Biden no. said he put it's a it's a clip. We got to find it, Ed, and, and they was asking him about him smoking crack. Wait, and, like in an interview? Yeah, and he admitted to like he put any like he was smoking. Well, that clip is gonna go right here. You would wake up some mornings. I shouldn't even say some mornings because you slept for like fifteen minutes at a time. Yeah, and be looking for crack and just smoke whatever was there. 
Yeah. Well, he's admitted that he did a lot of drugs and shit. Wasn't he an addict? And yeah, yeah. It's a little bit of crack ain't crazy. No, he's an addict. He's he's an addict. We don't we don't understand that that happened. Damn, an addict smoke crack. Shocker. <laughs> Frontline news. I found a clip of um. Or also, you can edit this. This is a crack segment. Uh, we're sure. bringing it back to the A's with the segment. Trigger warning: If you smoke crack, yeah, smoke crack or if yeah. you're thinking about smoking crack, don't yeah. do it. Smoking crack and listening to podcasts is hilarious. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you can insert the clip of Stephen A. Smith uh, uh, telling people that Lamar the Knicks. Phil Jackson signed Lamar Odom, who was on crack. Yeah. Smoke crack. I just thought that <laughs> I forgot about that clip. It resurfaced this weekend. Perfect. I just thought that Great that timing. was hilarious. It's going to be right here. I'm going to do you a favor, my brother. I'm going to leave it to you because if I, if, 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 if it comes out of my mouth, if it comes out of my mouth and I sit up there and I literally articulate Jen, the stuff that this man has done since he has been the executive of the New York Knicks, I'm going to lose my mind. I ain't going to be able to do the rest of the show. I'll tell you right now. It comes out of my mouth. I'm not going to be able to control myself because I'm barely able to right now. His very first move as the executive was to sign Lamar Odom, who was on crack. Stephen A. Smith is a legend. Like, I don't think anyone has ever been on ESPN smoking crack. talking about someone smoking crack the way Stephen A. Smith did. Well, he does it with weed, too. Weed. Get off the weed. Yeah, Here's but Stephen, Stephen, Stephen A. Smith smokes weed. That's why I didn't like that. No, he needs to smoke weed. No, he does smoke weed. <laughs> he ain't gonna let ESPN, ESPN know he smoked weed. Mm, right? They don't piss that. You seen that video? You seen that clip of Stephen A. Smith talking to the reporter, and he had a cup of henny in his hand. Mm. How lit he was. You know, I know when somebody smoked weed. He took a couple pulls. Yeah, he definitely took a couple pulls. So he, he was going crazy about the weed, but the, the Lamar Odom. Is on crack. That that soundbite. Who yeah. was on crack? <laughs> that is funny. Speaking of crack, uh, Lamar Odom and uh, Queens. We were watching the uh, Supreme Doc, Supreme Team uh, on Showtime. We're only two episodes in, so I guess we'll wait and let people catch up. It looks really great, looks and then really we can discuss good. it next episode. But the optic of Nas interviewing LL Cool J for a documentary is just fucking crazy. It is. It very much. What a world. It. I love it. I love it. So, um, yeah, Supreme Team documentary on Showtime. Ooh. If you mm. haven't seen it, uh, check it out. By, by Mass Appeal. Nas Shout directed Nas. it. I thought that was ill. Yeah. Because Nas has been EPing a lot, a lot of shit, obviously. Mm-hmm. But I, I like that Nas directed it. Yeah. I like that he narrates it. I like that he's the voice of this shit. Mm-hmm. It's, it's great. Um, but so far, it's I've, I've really enjoyed the doc. There's um, so many. There's so many stories, unfortunately, you know, especially in New York City, but in any city of you know, the legendary drug dealers, hustlers, mm. um, and their stories. And for some reason, uh, we only talk about like the same, let's say five. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about like nation, nationwide. What's about like five, the top five, I guess. Okay. Um, but there's so many stories and there's so many, you know, untold stories and, Stories that, you know, only certain people know that's like, I think if you put out there, people would be like, what? Yeah. And I think what this Mass Appeal thing with the Supreme Team doc is doing, I think it's awakening, you know, those stories and those those producers and people that have access to these people to say, okay, like we can tell these stories. We can tell no matter how they ended, how dark they were, how, Mm. you know- depressed or how much pain it caused the community and the people it's still part of the fabric of the communities it's a part of the culture unfortunately 
But it is a part of the culture. It's a dark side of it. It's a sad side of it. But it is part of the culture. And I just like the fact that a documentary like the Supreme Team documentary is now showing that, yeah, you know, we we told the stories of the Freeway Rick Ross and, you know, we've told the stories of the Meaches and, Mm -hmm. you know, now Supreme Team and, you know, Cocaine Cowboys does that a lot with, you know, the whole cocaine movement in Miami and things like that. But in our culture, you know, the black culture and culture of hip hop, there are a lot of stories that, you know, people never heard of, that people never told on camera, people never, that if we find a way to tell our stories and to, 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 to shoot them and film them, that I think makes for great, you know, TV is it's educational. It tells a story because um, everybody has a story. But I think that there are a lot of stories that in our communities that don't get told. I don't know if it's because people don't have access to somebody that can tell it the right way or, you know, some people want a certain amount of money to tell the story and to share the pictures and the videos and things like that. I don't know what it is, but it, I do like the fact that what Nas and Mass Pill is doing is they are showing that, yo, listen, we need to tell these stories. We need to shine yeah. the light on these people and these figures in our community. Even though the story is wild, it's crazy, it's a lot of death and, you know, it's, 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 it's negative things, but it's a story that needs to be told. People need to know that this happened. And it's being told, I mean, not to say, obviously, Nas was not part of Supreme Team, but having someone like Nas and LL Cool J that were around at that time and understand it, has the story being told the correct way rather than and I'm not going to say no disrespect to Vice because I think Vice sends someone that knows nothing about that story, that culture, that environment to go tell that story. Mm-hmm. And it, it just doesn't, it's not told the right way. So yeah. when you have people like Nas behind the shit, it, it's helpful. And this Supreme Doc, even two episodes in, like it's so much not about drugs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's so much about that era and how, those guys and that time with crack shaped police force mm-hmm. invented TNT, mm-hmm. uh, how it shaped how everyone was dressing. Hip hop was just starting to really bubble, how that right. affected the music, how that affect, like it all, it sucks that it all starts with drugs, but you see how much it trickled down to the culture and what it did impact in a very negative way. And to some degree, a positive way with certain things, you know, growing up in the eighties in New York, you know, I saw a lot, but it's 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 crazy how thinking back as a young kid, you I never really knew what a lot of the dudes in the hood that had the nice car and jewelry and the clothes and all the girls liked them. Like I we I you never really knew exactly what they were doing until you got a little older. Mm-hmm. For me, I'm just speaking for me. I'm, some kids see that shit at a very young age; they know exactly what's going on. I'm just saying for me, I just think that. Telling the stories and, and, you know, getting them out there. Like I said, somebody like Nas doing it. It hits different because it shows that here's another guy that was around this in, in this environment, but he chose to go this way. Mm-hmm. He chose to do this and make it out of his situation. You yeah. know what I mean? And he became the storyteller. He wrote the pictures and the rhymes as a soundtrack to what was going on. I just think that, you know, doing it from that perspective and that angle is is a fucking win. And show both sides. They had old footage of LL Cool J at like 16, 17 year old at Prince's birthday party. Right. Like to your point of saying people going in the same place, going two different routes. Two different directions. But 
are directly impacted by what's going on at the moment. And, it, you know, and it, deeper than that, you're a legend in your sport. Mm-hmm. I'm a legend in my sport. Yeah. We're from the same communities. We know the same people, go to the same schools. Sometimes, you know, date the same women, which causes a whole different thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, you know, I just think that it's, it, it is it is dope and it is fun to watch Nas uh, do this. Because I know that, you know, a lot of his rhymes were encouraged by sure. the environment, which was affected by the people that, you know, he's depicting in his documentary, which is dope. So shout out to uh, Nas, shout out to Mass Appeal um, and the Supreme Team Doc. If you haven't watched it, uh, like I said, we were just watching watched the first two episodes of it. Really good. And um, I can't wait to watch the rest of it to see... um. Is it gonna be? I'm, think, I'm hearing it's gonna be a season two, correct? Or the movie is coming? The movie is coming. The movie is coming. Movie is coming. Um, yeah, this is just for four part series, and I think it's it's done. All right. Um, what else is going on for the uh, rest of the rest of the week? I know you got your got the shit tonight. Um, got think got the party tonight. I think yeah, I don't know. That's about it for yeah. me. Yeah. See y'all at the end of the week. We'll be back again later. All right, cool. So listen, man, uh, support your favorite artists. Support your favorite uh, drug dealers, I guess, too. Put Rory single on your phone and put Same. it on repeat and go to sleep with it playing yeah. all night. Does anyone, um, nope. does anyone know any farmers? Any stream farmers? <laughs> oh, no. If, you're a, farmers. if you are a streaming farm, please reach out to me. I'm trying, you, I'm trying to cheat I just like you, every other artist. I thought you were trying to tap into our... Latin community and ask Eden if he and his tribal people know any farmers. You know what, of uh, <laughs> I do know farmers. That's besides the point, though. How dare you? I'm just fucking with you, man. Um, I've just seen Eden selling oranges. That's a red light. <laughs> exactly like we don't know that was him. Just because you wear your hat to the back when you come here don't mean we don't see you. <laughs> He tried to get hip hop when he come yeah. in here. Like we ain't he know that hip hop. Yo, <laughs> no. Yeah, the hat to the back is the typical fucking. I'm trying yeah. to be hip hop. Ed nobody looking like a narc. Um, <laughs> I yeah, seen Ed, Edin posted his girl on a story, and I got a, a couple tweets. Uh, yeah, of yeah. people complimenting. I saw, uh, I saw Reddit. I see you Reddit. They were complimenting oh, Ed's girl, rightfully so. He ain't start posting her till I pushed up on her. Then he started posting. Mm, her. Was something Demaris is uh, flirting with my girl, and I didn't know. <laughs> Get me getting caught in the middle again. Well, well, let me help you out. You need to get out of She's here as miss, fast as you can and mm-hmm. go home and, and make sure your woman hasn't left you. So I'm going to close this out so you can get home. Well, well, hold on. Do- how how would you park. feel if, if Damaris took your girl just yeah. for the night? I know she can't. Mm. Talk that I shit. I like the confidence. Oh, me a challenge. Me hamano. <laughs> Right, that's bad. I'm an Aries. Strong that's, like that's bull. Bad. That's bad. I'm sitting here in my head like, hey, no, like no. Bull. See, but as my being that we work together, I would never do that to you. That's the only reason. But if if yeah. they mm-hmm. didn't, okay. Losing your girl to a girl gotta hurt. That shit gotta hurt. Uh, I get uh, it. That shit gotta hurt. <laughs> you probably, I, probably I, eat pussy better I, than me. I get it. Yeah, yeah. I understand. Because if you lost, because if a woman lost her man to a man, that shit would hurt her. <laughs> She would like. Oh yeah, no, I yeah. want to have that conversation, or should we just close this episode out here? No, I was just close it out. Oh, all right, yeah, all right. Like, y'all sitting here, with, y'all try to put me on a lone no, island no, once no, you're again. Right. You're right. Uh, no, it's just, all right. No, so let right. a woman lose her man to a man. Is she hurt? No, I've heard. I've no, heard of hurt women. So Rory, back to what I was saying. If you lose your woman to a woman, you should and most likely would be. I would not be happy. Yeah. No, I wouldn't be. 
Stay away. From but me. I would say if a girl loses her man to a man, I'm just gonna tell you that was never your man. Yeah, for <laughs> sorry. You know what I'm saying? You sound like one of the spicy bitches. That was never your man. Yeah, I want to lose. I lose my girl. I lose my girl to a man any day. But losing my girl to a girl, that shit hurt. That gotta hurt. Cause I'm like, I know I can eat pussy, so it ain't that. Mm. You don't not as good as lesbian. You, you ain't no lesbian. I mean, I, I'm not a lesbian, but it's like Drake said he was a lesbian, and we. Do y'all think that gay people marry gay people? What? Excuse me. Get more high. Can right, I tell right. y'all stop letting all smoke? No, no, no. Listen. <laughs> listen, what I'm saying. In certain states. All right, so, no, no, no. In listen, certain states. Right, let me, let me, let me rephrase that. Yes. If you see a woman that you know is a lesbian, okay, uh-huh. she's 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 gay. She's she's a little she's a little. I don't want to say the word, but she's like okay. you can tell like she's like a little <laughs> butch. Yeah, I don't know if that's. I, I think that's are you allowed to say that? Well, a woman said it. I didn't say it, so okay. I don't know how it's it. coming from a woman. They kids, uh, but, but like, if you see a woman that you know, like okay, and you know she's dated women before, okay, so it's safe to say that she's gay, right? If she yeah. identifies, she says she says whatever she's gay. she identifies as. What's your point? Yeah. If she marries a guy, okay, mm-hmm. seen that happen before? Y'all don't look at the guy kind of funny. Wait, is she bisexual or is she a lesbian? She was a lesbian at one point where she only for years dated women. Whether well, she would be bisexual, she was just happened to be dating women at that time. Right. So it wouldn't be weird if she ended up with a man. I've, I know, I know women that man, have. But y'all don't look at the man like. Because it's almost like. Bro, no, I think he found a keeper because y'all could fuck women together. That doesn't mean oh, every girl who likes that. I thought that you would like that. That means that she doesn't have any male bodies. Why should be wifey? Why should be wifey material to you? Male bodies. She doesn't have any male, male bodies, bodies other than you. I don't care if a woman has male bodies or not. As long I'm talking after me, you know. Before me, yeah, you got male bodies. But how many male bodies? I mean, you can't be out here just. I'm not pleased. You can't be out here just throwing it around. Thank you so much for tuning in. You can't be out here just throwing it selling that motherfucker. You know what I mean? You can't be doing that. But you wanted me to hear her out. No, I wanted you to. I'm saying that you would want to hear her out. You're not just cutting a girl off. There's no. No, no, no. I would cut her off, but I wouldn't want to know. Hey, when did you start selling pussy? (laughs) (laughs) You have to ask something. You have to ask some questions you're going to have to ask, like, yo, so. How long you been doing this? Okay. And we can close out with this. Would you be extra offended if she was selling it for a very discounted rate? How much we're talking? Like, what if she was selling pussy for like $50? That's Oh, no. Nah, that hurt. That was... <laughs> that 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 price. Yeah. I paid more than $50 for that pussy. 100%. I spent more than $50 on it. Right. Okay. Now, what if she was more of like the high-end escort and it's like, you know... She made more than you selling pussy. 20 grand for the night. Damn. Shit. Oh shit. That's my baby. She ambitious. I'm about to say the streets might be calling <laughs> yeah. me back. I might get back into my pimp game. My nigga, you might have pulled the nigga out of retirement. Yeah. I, I accidentally stumbled on Mike, like my on baby. MJ. Yeah. I gotta I gotta get back in the coaching game. My, like what? My baby is ambitious. She's a hard worker. You 20, they give you 20 bands? <laughs> nah, we gotta talk. That's a queen. That's a boss right there. Yeah, I'm gonna remove my ego from this situation. We gotta talk. Bro, you getting twenty niggas is paying you twenty thousand dollars for some pussy? And I'm sitting it up exists. here, I'm up here cuddling with you like, like you my girl. No, we got to renegotiate our relationship. <laughs> I'm about to, we about to get to the bag. Would you nah, take a chance? But you getting the same pussy for free. I was going to say, she's going to charge no, you. No, no, I'm not. No, she ain't charging me. I can, I'm not going to pay for pussy that I was getting for free. Uh, what nigga does that? You'd All of a surprised. sudden, you want to charge me for the pussy you just gave me last week for free? You'd be surprised. Nah, we ain't doing that. I'm just saying, if I found so, out my girl was an she escort. Was, she was giving you pussy for exposure? 
Yeah. But like, now that now that's her rate now. Like I was I was scrimmage. Like rate, she, she wasn't really fucking yes, me for real. She yesterday's wasn't price. Hard. Yesterday's price isn't today's price. She used oh to she God. used to do that craft for free, but now she's professional. You got to charge mm. now. Paying a woman twenty thousand yeah. dollars for sex. Mm-hmm. Is crazy. I'm sure I'm sure Eden uh, oh, has shot some stuff for free for for people. And now if they reached out, he'd be like, "No, nah, it's my rate. Like oh, I'm, yeah. I'm this is my occupation now." Oh, yeah. So nah, but you it wasn't our occupation, and now when you want the pussy for no, free, I'm her, now my pussy I'm expensive. Boyfriend. No, no, don't rub it. Don't rub it. I got to get some. Okay. That, that, that's just ash. Um, I'm saying that if your woman, you didn't know she was, she was fucking selling pussy mm-hmm. and you find out and you find out that somebody is paying her 20,000. I'll be sick. And, and I'm paying all the bills here. I'd be sick. You got to pay a light bill or something. Fam. At least Verizon. We got to talk is all I'm saying. Um, with that being said, we out of here. Y'all have fun. Enjoy y'all week. Be safe. Mm-hmm. Sure. S- summertime. Let's have fun. <laughs> Tie mall officially. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We should do like a high meter. I'm not high. I'm high, but I'm not like high okay. like that. I'm well, like. Do medium. you remember the sign off? Yeah, I'm that nigga. You can't say it. Everyone in London did. Right. Everyone at Wireless Festive. You think? <laughs> <laughs> you don't think like all the white kids didn't say that part? Hell no. They said it louder. Yeah. <laughs> but who was like in the crowd checking them though wasn't the white in the crowd like yo you can't say that definitely not white <laughs> it was all white that's what I'm saying when people get so it's like yo white people say the word they, their favorite artist say off. it let's sign off they do maybe not you well they're trying to catch you they keep trying they they chopping and screwing your vocals every week for on the sure. platform trying to catch you saying the n-word uh, but yeah man we out of here we'll talk to you in a couple of days peace no worry I'm